11 o'clock comics episode 178 this is back curveball by the great david price don't call it a comeback <laughs> oh yeah I love this episode. I tell you, <laughs> missing a week. This is our first time calling. <laughs> West of the Rockies. We, it's Jason Wood. Good luck with, with your first craft. That's only for the uh, the uh, Chicago listeners. All three of them. Three love of them. God love them. Eating their pizza with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start that again. <laughs> You know, you know what, you know what I learned yesterday, David. There's no fucking pizza on the entire fucking island of Manhattan worth eating. Wow, how do you know this already? Uh, from from Twitter, you have to go to the Bronx or Brooklyn to get a piece of pizza. No, yeah. that's that's completely not true. No. Yeah, you don't that's, go to Brooklyn for fucking pizza. That's jank. <laughs> so apparently the only good pizza on the east coast is in the bronx dude if you ever come to my neck of the woods i will take you to a pizza shop that serves and i'm not shitting just because it's near me that's not the 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 the, the deal they serve the best pizza i have ever tasted they put okay. provolone on it no oh okay no uh, I won't give the name of the restaurant because I don't want to give them any free publicity, but they, they are. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's someone. For... <laughs> excellent, Talk about excellent three pizza. fucking listeners in Chicago. <laughs> hey, there's a legion here in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. They all have- <laughs> I mean, seriously, in, in Scranton, Vince is a fucking celebrity. Honestly, God. <laughs> Even the cows, when I drive by, they all give me their little asses. Yeah. I think we got enough, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Hey, everybody, look at this. Back again. It's 11 o'clock comics, episode 178. I am Vince B, and I'm excited. Very excited. I'm excited that you're back, Vince, because I don't have to record and edit this son of a bitch. And I'm Christopher Naisman. One hour after recording, I get it up. Took you 17 hours to get it done. What did you do? (laughs) Yeah. You are, and you are a trooper for putting everything together last week, Chris. I. Oh, yeah. I'm David Price. Yay. That's true. And of course, I am Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not Deep Throat. You're on the hotline and you're Jason Wood, everybody. First time, long time, guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this long distance love affair has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you, Mr. and Mrs. Comic Book Aficionado, don't have to pay retail for your books. It's it's not even near retail. You can get thirty-five to seventy-five percent off your favorite funny books and collectibles. I don't have the list in front of me, so I don't know what they're offering this month, but rest assured, it's gonna be deep. Deep, deep, deep discounts. That's at DCBService.com. They're the best. And you get a special deal. I think they're still doing it. If you order all the fifty-two DC books, they cut them in half, right? We don't get half. You don't well, physically, you don't physically get, get. Yeah, you don't physically get two pieces, <laughs> but you get fifty percent off. I'm seriously considering that deal. Seriously Pity. considering it. Yeah. So there, DCBService.com and MyDigitalComics.com. 
There you go. They got a lot of stuff going on. Check them out. Unreal. Unreal. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's jump right into uh, the drink roll call because I know we got a lot of books to talk about. Especially yeah. Vince has a week stockpiled up. Uh, so, uh, Vince, why don't you lead us off with the drink roll call this evening? I am drinking 40 ounces of bliss in a bottle. The <laughs> Anheuser-Busch Hurricane Malt Liquor, babies. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, rename you Irene. Uh, David, how about you? I am drinking some Coca-Cola, a little bit of Coca-Cola with not so much a little bit of Bacardi Oak Heart Spice Rum. Wow. Oak Heart. Hmm. Sounds wow. fancy. It's, it's new. I uh, We we were uh, liquor store shopping over the weekend. The uh, quite fetching woman was offering samples of the Oak Heart. So, um, Your wife? I, no, she's yeah. with me though. Uh, the uh, the I, it's it's quite smooth. I, I mean, I once I'm done with this highball, I will probably just sit the rum straight. Not, dude, not. <laughs> she drinking a highball. Um, nice. <laughs> once once I'm done with this, then I'll probably just sit sip on the rum. But it's 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 quite smooth. It's pretty good. It's it's not um, it's not as syrupy or it's not as sweet as as Captain Morgan tattoo. But it's it's not as like if, if you like the dark Bacardi rum, it's kind of it, it doesn't really have that like back of the throat kick. Hmm. Alrighty, nice. Uh, Jason, how about you, sir? Well, I'm drinking some Diet Dr Pepper, but that's because, as Chris knows already, last night I was out to dinner with Ron Richards, and <laughs> I had it was with Speakeasy that serves. Uh, there's a mixologist. That's the whole reason you go there, and I had a drink that was bourbon. Absinthe, orange liqueur, and lemon juice. Nice. And uh, it was uh, it was intense. Let me put it that way. <laughs> it was uh, it was one hell of a drink. But uh, that, so that might a, set you on your ass to not get back up again. That's yeah, exactly. Dangerous. Were you tripping? I was. I was. I was. I was seeing it, dude. I was seeing. Uh, I felt like I was uh, in, an, in an issue of Godland. Nice. <laughs> you saw Iboga. Iboga was there. That's right. Well, that nice. they, they, they should call that drink the totally cosmic. Then you know it. So I'm I'm taking an easy flight, much to Chris's chagrin. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, I am uh, uh, drinking some of the last of my spotted cow from uh, from New Glarus. It's uh, going to try and get up to Wisconsin here in a couple weeks and replenish the supply. So I'm I'm finishing off the uh, the reserve. So nice little nice little session ale from. Uh, from the fine folks at New Glarus. There you go. Awesome. Uh, but, but before we do get into the comic talk, there are a couple things I just I made a note of that people asked me to mention, and I want to get them out now before I piss people off and they stop listening to me once we talk about the new Ooh, DC books. Back up. Uh, <clears throat> first of all, I want to give a huge thank you to Andy Tom, who uh-huh. was, uh, was, was very generous, very kind enough to uh, send me the original art to the first page of his contribution to Low Concept, the first volume of the Eleven O'clock Comics Anthology. Wow. Nice. That's that's nice. And I'm going to yeah, that that that's going in the frame. It's all lettered and everything. It's like old school. It's it's a beautiful page. It looks looks great all blown I mean it looks good in the book, but I mean just seeing it all blown up like that. Uh that's a that, 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 I failed to thank him last week, so this is 
me doing that. Well, I've been First, I've been wait I've been waiting for you to thank him because when I was down in Fort Wayne, he gave me a page, and I didn't want to say nothing until you got yours. Well, there you go. Because he what told page? me he was. He, uh, I got the one where it was the 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 Catman character doing doing the flip and the what's yeah it's it's I think I've, it's the I'm shaking my head like people know that but yeah no you're right yeah that's right yeah go buy low concept and you'll you'll see it it's the, it's the one um, where uh, you know it's the the guys in the last panel they're like shut up Brad um, <laughs> yeah it's uh, a great pick. and if letter. you if you'd like to buy low concept you can hop on over to our forum. That's at forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or www.11o'clockcomics.com. There's a forum link at the top of the page. Our virus-free formula form, uh, forum David, now. David, we're getting there. Vince, getting there. Vince, David is supposed to give the URL. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? It don't yeah. matter. It's oh, okay. Uh, here, here's a URL for you. Um, there is there's something called Imagination 101, Writing for Comic Books, Graphic Novels, and Animation – with J.M. DeMatteis. Yes. Uh, JMDeMatteis.com, and, and you can go to his blog and, and find the link. Basically, it's Friday, November 4th, Saturday, and ending Sunday, November 6th. Uh, you, uh, you basically just learn from a master, and, and uh, there's going to be um, uh, where do ideas come from, what part what part does Will play in the creative process? Is is the best writing actually an act of channeling? Do we create the story? Does the story ah, create us? Very uh, interesting. It's uh, it, it, you're gonna the topics include like what's the difference between Marvel style and full script? What's the value of editors? There you go, Chris. Are agents necessary? How do you <laughs> handle rejection without jumping out the nearest window? It's uh, it's in November. It's in the Kingston, New York area. So uh, it's hopefully if, if it if it's successful enough, this is something that he'll probably tour with and and take across the country. I'd like to see that happen because I don't know how many people are going to do this in Kingston, New York. But it's it's uh, it's I think it's about it's four hundred and fifteen dollars for the weekend. Class size is limited, so uh, like I said, go to his website, register now. But I mean, you know, seriously, we've we've all read and enjoyed work. By James Damatay, especially Jason and I recently with the uh, with the Thundercats, but it's um it's you don't get a chance to kind of do this 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 powwow with with a creator too often. Uh, and Chris Marshall, last plug, Detroit Fanfare. He uh, he he wants to let everybody know at the the Detroit Fanfare September twenty fourth and twenty fifth there is a comic book podcast panel. In the Jeffrey Jones Memorial Room, uh, this is uh, the podcasters appearing on the panel include Chris Marshall, uh, Michael O.D. from Most People Are DJs, Zach Crusay from the Distinguished Comic Book Podcast. I know him. You do. Uh, Stevie D. from Comic Book Queers, Derek mm-hmm. Howard from Comic Book Noise, and Decapitated him. Dan. Stop. Decapitated Dan. From comic-related tales from the water cooler, so uh, it will be an awesome time. That and that's quoting Chris Marshall. So if you have, if you don't agree with that, you can take it up with him. Uh, and of course, there will be a meetup of the eleven o'clock comic listeners. Details are on the forum under the "Is anyone going to Detroit Fanfare in September?" thread. So again, there's another reason to go to the forum. Yes. Right. Why don't you give him the Earl, David, so we get Chris's panties unbunched? For hey, what? <laughs> dot bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or 11 o'clock comics.com. Yay. 
All right. Vince, you, yes, you my love. Week off is no excuse to forget how shit is run around here. I got a double time on you this week, so. All right. My prediction: pain. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Can I catch up from last week, just like with do little it. little, little one liners? Do it. Because I didn't do get to it. talk do about do these it. great books. Well, I didn't get to talk about yeah, all of them. Yeah, I finally read them. Let's the start day. off with last week with the great books. That's good. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, be, before I read a certain book this week, I was going to preface my comments with, uh, please remember that I am not paid by DC Comics or reimbursed in any way because my love for these books was almost unanimous, right straight across the board. I, I almost enjoyed everything. There was, there was one flat note last week and there was one huge stinker this week so far. Okay, so so at least at least my 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 love will not be total praise. There there there's gonna be a couple, a couple stinkers. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Top of the stack here. I just pulled all the books I bought last week. Top of the stack. I got Hawk and Dove. I enjoyed this primarily for the art. I, I yep. love seeing Mister Liefeld in any uh, endeavor he undertakes. The the story. By by Sterling Gates, what little there was, eh, yeah. it was it was all right. I mean, you know, it, it was pretty standard, run of the mill comic books uh, superheroing. It was okay. You got zombies, you got Hawk and Dove, and, the, and the, he sets the scene pretty well. But the the attraction for me on this book was the art, and and I and for that for that reason, I enjoyed it. I do have a oh, question. Uh, we didn't really talk. We did. We talked a little bit about that book just in praising Rob's art last week, but. Um, for you guys that have read a little more DC than me, um, is the is the is the villain in this book the the reveal is that Kestrel? Yeah, that's oh. my guess. Yeah, that's what I would think. But I thought Kestrel was black and purple. Well, that's well, why I'm this asking. This is a new DC. I, yeah, okay. e- either that or it could be his brother. Right. The old- what, what what wasn't the old uh, no because you know, the the old ho- the old dove what am I thinking the costume at the end is brown right yeah so didn't didn't um, hawk wear brown at one point oh I don't know was he always red I, I see I don't remember yeah. I I'm just going by the the old Liefeld the original hawk and dove miniseries uh, everything that happened to them within Titans and everything I wasn't witness to that so I don't know I was thinking it was Kestrel but now that David brings it up I don't know maybe it's not. Because Kestrel looks a lot, a lot different. He's more bird-like, and he's black and 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 purple and shit, right? Uh, I don't know. Sure. I'm asking. Well, anyway, you can keep going. I just thought I'd ask because it was on my mind. But yeah, I just I don't know. Anybody listeners know? Then yeah. I just took it as a big old question mark. Uh, the person's violent. He's looks to be on the other side of the, the, he looks to be on the chaos side of things. So I, I either assumed it's Castro or somebody else. Maybe it's, um, I don't and know. I love, I love the kid's reaction in the last panel too. <laughs> just, yeah. And, and <laughs> even though, did you notice in the, on the last page? Now this is not to pick on Rob, but I thought it was kind of funny. It, when, when they walk into the pool, right? The, uh-huh. the, the, there, there's a, a, a cement border around the pool. That seems to be ankle, a- ankle high, right? And then yeah. when you get to the next page, the fucking bo- <laughs> the thing looks like it's chest high. Like, how did this pool raise up in the air? But, I mean, who, ca- who cares, right? And I, I think it's really neat that Dove has a relationship with Boston Brand. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I like it's, that. that I, I, I did enjoy the... Uh, 
like you guys, it it's it was really the art sold this for me. That's why I gave it a shot. Um, saying you guys is all encompassing. Oh, I, I, no, I, he, I he meant, I meant, dares not I meant, speak for you. I meant, I meant, I meant Jason and, and Vince. Uh, it's, <laughs> it, was, um, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, there, it's 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 Rob, so there may have been some inconsistencies here and there. But I mean, as far as but, but there's just there is a lot of of excitement or enthusiasm or energy on the page. Uh, sadly, though, um, Rob's anchor was not credited in the book. Rob actually <laughs> that on Twitter. I know. See, I'm upset about it too. Georgie wow. is pissed. And who who was the anchor? See, I knew you were going to ask me that. And I got to go through his tweets. And and uh, it's the same oh. dude I was doing the infinite. So if you have that nearby, I I, I wish I had the guy. Oh, I wish I, I wrote the name down. I, did I do, not. but the microphone won't reach. So all right. So uh, but th- well, that's good because you know what? It didn't look like Liefeld inked it because when no, when he when he inks his own stuff, like we saw on Teen Titans and stuff, it's a lot yeah. grittier than this. Yeah. So, but no, I, I liked it, and and I say this on Twitter all the time, and I get slammed for it. I don't care what anybody says; it's the truth. The the uh if you want to perceive them as shortcomings in anatomy and stuff in Liefeld's work, Kirby had a lot of that in his work too. And nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody ever slams Jack for it. So it's, it's all in the enthusiasm. It's the energy. Jack, so, Jack, Jack had, Oh, oh. no, don't compare those two, man. Don't, they're, they're in, dude, they're in the same ballpark. It's all, it's all enthusiasm and, and personal style. Yeah, it is. Stop. It is. Stop. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next don't, up. Don't don't, mention, don't compare those two. Seriously. The comparison is valid. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Jack toyed with anatomy all the time. Not a lot of his figures are nowhere near anatomically correct. But yeah. it doesn't matter because of his because not to mention of the, they both created some badass characters. Not to mention they both had Jack, much Jack, love Jack, for the industry. Jack, Jack Jack invented as many characters as 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 Weifeld has. In his career, Jack created that many on like a Sunday. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about on the page, the art on the page, right? The 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 electricity that's inherent in these in these lines. It, it's there. But yeah. okay, number number two. I will, um, I will agree. Disagree. All right, Action Comics loved it. I loved every page of this damn thing. Um, page. Every, I didn't read it as that. I didn't even recognize that as I was going through <laughs> it. It's, to me, it sounded like he, he just got the subway head. Uh, he, it it just seems like he got the wind knocked out on the like That's you know he made a yeah, sound effect. Exactly, so I didn't, exactly. I, I you know I have no loyalty to the person he's supposed to be blaspheming. But even if he did say God or something or goddamn, so what? He's he's well, I was going to say he's human, but he's not. So, but he's he was yeah, raised that among the most hilarious part of this, by the way, that 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 fucking he's an alien. Like he would be a Christian. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even understand the oh. like. I, I don't even. I don't get it. I just don't get the whole thing. I mean, yeah. what, 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 let's, not, let's not give that guy any air time. Yeah, I think, I, you know, for once I agree with you. I think you're right. But uh, it, was, it was a very human portrayal of, of Superman. I love the fact that he's fallible and he has a little bit of brashness and cockiness to him. And yeah. the, the best thing of all, that he can get the shit kicked out of him. I mean, when he's... Uh, when he lands in the, the one panel with all the all the the citizens with the tank, he's he's pretty worse for wear. He's banged up. But then by the time he gets to the end with the bullet train, and there's Morrison with the symbolism again or the uh, illusions, I, I just thought this is a a very down to earth pun intended Superman that I can get behind. I mean, he's not walking around talking to people, solving domestic problems. Domestic. 
he, he's doing what he does best, and that saved people. I li- I liked it. I thought it was great. And yep. and uh, you know, I I do have a tendency to be hot and cold on Morales, but I thought this the art in this was just really fine. Yeah, a couple yeah. a couple panels with lazy eyes here and there, but so what? Yeah, I I thought the action was well paced. It it's and really good. I, I saw a mix in in the Morales artwork and 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 Brian artwork. It was it was I saw I saw some Eisner, I saw some uh, some Neil Adams, I saw some. It, it was just it was a little bit of of it was just a nice. It, it's different than his identity crisis stuff. It's yeah. a little different than, uh, thankfully, his first wave stuff. It's just, it's, um, <laughs> it, it was just, I mean, if, if he stays on it, it was, um, and it, it really was, and, you know, as good as the story was, I think as, as I stick with action, it's probably going to be because of, of Morales. Really? Now, see, the thing that got me was every there were some criticisms where I don't want to read a Superman story where Superman's not in costume. As long as he has the shield on, he's in costume, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. It I doesn't agree. matter. Yeah. He's got the work boots on and the jeans yeah. and, and, and a bathrobe hanging off his back. He's got the shield on. He's instantly recognizable as who he's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I, I think people need to um, relax and take change and new uh with a little bit more welcoming attitude i know i've i've had to kind of reset how i'm approaching some of these i i had one of those dorky fanboy moments today uh reading uh um suicide squad and it's like that person's not supposed to look like that uh, <laughs> and and it's maybe not who you're thinking of but um it, yeah it's, i'm thinking of no i know who you're thinking of <laughs> yeah yeah um who cares if he has jeans on? You know right. what? The, the, that's the whole point. Is that you know what? This isn't your Superman. That's exciting. You get you get to get introduced to a whole new character that you are and Pa Kent alive. We don't know. You know, it's it's exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's exciting, and yeah. I'm I'm, I'm it, I got I got to admit, after thirty some years it takes a lot to get me interested in superman again because i mean i've consumed a lot of superman books and they're you know there for a while i don't want anything to do with them i i feel like i've read my fill of superman stories this feels different so i'm on board with that yeah uh justice league international uh dan jurgens writing aaron lapresti art and matt ryan I'm, i'm assuming on inks was a beautiful book I, I love the visual representation of these characters. I think he did an excellent job with all of them. Uh, it was, there was a lot of action. The last page especially has me clamoring for more. Uh, even though it's Booster in the lead, I can warm yeah. up to Booster. You know, I, I like Booster. He, he's a, you know, the, the lovable kind of tries extra hard just to, you know, to get ahead. I, I liked it. Um, it's, it's nothing revolutionary. It's not cutting edge, but it's pretty. Yeah. And it's it's fun, so I'm in. What I what 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 I posted on the forum is if if anybody has read the Dan Jurgens written post Wahaha Justice League America, which introduced Bloodwind, yeah, this is what that felt like to me. Yeah, it, you're this right. Felt like Dan Jurgens writing a Justice League story, and it's you're it's right. fine that it, it it's fine that his creation Booster Gold is 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 the in quotes leader. It's it's fine that um. You know, it's it was neat that we weren't that it's not. Well, I thought it was neat that it wasn't Maxwell Lord 
pulling the strings here or in charge of this. That it was just, uh, as from what I can tell, a completely new character who's um, who's going to be in charge of this. And it was, uh, I think it's great that Lopresti's doing two books or at least two books out the gate. Yeah. And uh, it was. Um, There's I a was, reason I, for I, that. I was, I'm, I'm, I was surprised that I enjoyed it with uh, with with um. I'm surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did. I didn't. I didn't go in with huge expectations. They weren't super. No, me neither. Right. Yeah. And and the characters, but it's. uh, It was. You know. It was nice seeing this group. I mean, they. They don't get along. It really is the United Nations, and 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 all your stereotypical reactions between the Russians and Chinese, and it was. It's. That's fine. It'll all. Yeah. Itself out, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I appreciated the fact that the whole getting the band together did not take the entire six or four issues or whatever this initial blast is going to be. It was was boom. He got them all together in the first issue (laughs) and now we can watch them fail or watch them, you know, yeah. work out the kinks. That that to me is uh, smart. Unlike unlike other Justice League titles. Exactly. Unlike yeah. Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's a valid criticism. That is. That is. Um. Okay. Here's my stinker for the week. The book that I will not okay. be continuing on with number two, and that's Stormwatch. Uh, I yeah. just thought I, okay. I I thought it was it was soulless. It was cold. It was detached. I don't care about any of the characters. Um, it just felt like, yeah, superheroes suck. We're clandestine. We're the cool kids. Nobody knows about us. And we want to put our big bad against Superman just to see what happens. I, 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 I don't, we what? Yeah. You know, well, I was just going to say, I mean, we were, we were very lukewarm on that book last week, but I'm, yeah. I'm shocked that that's of all the, of the 13, that that's the one like that you said you definitely aren't doing. Cause that means that there are a couple that you're going to continue with, with which, which surprised me, but go ahead. Okay, so Stormwatch, yet not my thing. Right. Yeah. My second favorite book from the the initial blast. I know. I know what it is. I know what it uh-huh. is. It's it's surprised the hell out of me because I just bought it because I wanted to see how this person got from the prior stage to the present stage, and I, I seriously did not consider enjoying it enough to con- to to continue with uh whatever comes next but i loved the hell out of batgirl oh really okay yeah i thought well, it was, was your second, I was your second favorite yeah my second favorite are you all right wow i'm floored right now i thought it was i thought it was an exceptionally well done issue she I, uh what wow no, Gail Simone gave you everything you need to know. Oh, no, I, I liked it. I thought it was no. Fine. She yeah, th- this this mirror that, villain. He is fucking cool. The fact that that means yeah. that there's a couple other books that weren't your favorite, which that's I'm just surprised by that. I was shocked whenever you told me that action was your favorite because I was expecting another book, which was the no audience. action. Action wasn't my favorite. No, no. There's one. Uh-oh. No, no, no. I liked action a hell of a lot, but it was not my favorite. No, did I say it was? Yeah. No, I'm so. sorry. No, I'm sorry if I did. No, it was not my favorite. But uh I mean I thought the art in this was spectacular. Ard Ardian Siaf, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Wow. Just sexy, gritty in the right places. The action is 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 extremely well placed. Like when she was going in in, in the when she uh busted into the the room with the 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 kids all costumed and everything that's a great friggin sequence i mean it's kinetic as hell and and i love the fact that 
as as soon as we're introduced to her, the splash page, she's up in the air. She's got her legs spread right in your face. I mean, this is a Barbara Gordon that's not confined to a wheelchair. I mean, they they shoved that right down your throat right off the bat, and I like I love the way they did that. But like this villain, this Matt, uh, mirror guy, extremely interesting. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the Gordon relationship. It's cool that Gordon is younger. That's smart. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't have a 60 year old Gordon running around for very much right. longer, you know, in his position. Especially if this is Batman, who's not so advanced in, in his crime fighting career. Right. And mm-hmm. they, she, she was wise enough to keep the killing joke in continuity. That's very smart. You don't disavow the classics, right? Um, well, well I, I mean, you do, but I, I thought that was, I thought that was cool, you know. We'll, we'll talk about it. you. Go ahead, and and I, I think that's a, a larger conversation I was wanting to have with you guys. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, uh, let's see. Detective. Uh, no. Next up. Well, I'll say that for last because that's that's my favorite. No, you're right. It is detective. Again, I was shocked because I enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah. I I I don't I, I didn't I didn't think it was anything particularly noteworthy other than it was enjoyable and i didn't expect it to be um i i'm not a huge fan of of mr daniel's writing i do like his art but um i i I really can't say if it's because of the last page which totally threw me for a loop i thought it was a nice touch brutal visceral it you you want to know why this is happening what's going to happen next i mean if you're going to tweak a, a villain in the dc universe it's it's kind of risky and ballsy to tweak the joker i mean how does yeah. the joker come back from this what what is he going to become these, these are the questions i want to really see. really good plastic surgeon well could be you know but i mean i i think of all the first wave books <laughs> if you if, if he looks like heath ledger in the next episode I'm, or the next yeah. issue i'm gonna yeah that. that would i don't expect that but i mean it, like from all the first wave books i think detective gave you the biggest bang for the buck it took me uh, far longer no it took it took me far longer to read this than really? it did than it did can the I, other can books. i just say it is that what does the other the, reread what it about Omac? That's my favorite. Wait, of course it's my favorite. I, 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 I got to say, I, I mean, I'm going to keep getting through this, but I think you're nuts. Why? I didn't. I don't see anything to dislike about it. It was fun. I thought the dialogue was the most hand-handed dialogue I've ever seen. Yeah, there was some, there was some trite, you know, I am Gotham. There's a lot of that, but exactly. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. I said, I said on the forum that I, I wish the, the. The writer and the artist of Detective communicated as well as the. So funny, dude. It was. I it, love it. It, it. it was. It. Yes. Okay. He's. It's. It's not. Sandu inking, Tony Daniels. Now it's. 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 Um. Is who's it? Ryan Wynn. Wynn. And, and the, the the colors look great. It's. Yeah. It's a different. I mean, if this was the same artist who who was who's doing Batman R.I.P., I probably would have enjoyed it more. It it just it's it, there's some some weight some depth to 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 the art. I I am not I'm not disliking the art and detective. The writing not so much. Yeah. I don't know. I I might wait to see how it plays out. It's I 
I don't know. It's 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 interesting to hear you know you 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 heap a praise on it and that's and that's cool. And I know that plenty of people are like, oh, you know, it was they, they knew it was going to be great or whatever. I just I I one I do have a question. I looking at the covers of everything that's been out so far. I don't think there's been one book that hasn't been T or T rated teen or teen plus. So. I'm What's not saying it's so. It's just there hasn't been any all ages books yet that I've noticed. Well, isn't teen? Well, no, yeah. Well, who do they expect to read them? I mean, under a teen, I'm just, I don't think. I'm, 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 it's been two weeks. That's all. That's, I'm just. That, that's just an observation. It's been two weeks. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, and again, I don't, I don't want to belabor the point because who knows? They're obviously going after who they're going after. But, but I have to say, I mean, and, and again, I just, I guess, speak for myself. I, I, I would have been uh, quite upset. To, to have like let my kids read Detective and had have had like looked through it first, like the idea of a face being cut off and hanging bloody on that, like that to me that last page is cool because I'm 36 six years old. But like again, if like yeah. I, there's 52 yeah. books, I don't know that Detective in the first week needed to have that. So I don't it's pretty like, well. Clearly, the conclusion has to be that they're not going out. They've come to the conclusion that kids kids aren't reading the books, and and that may be the right conclusion, but but. I hope they're not going to pretend that, that they intend otherwise. That's all. Yeah, but as a as a stinger, as an exclamation point, that's that's a pretty big deal at the end of your book to have the Joker's face cut off. I mean, yeah. if you want to get and somebody's I, attention, you cut their face off. You know, I mean, and and honestly, you know, to, to go back to Jason's way he's talking about, I don't think that we should. I don't think that we should judge these on how new reader accessible they are or how all ages they are or how much they would appeal to anyone but ourselves. If we start doing that, you end up second-guessing yourself and what you really think about it, and yeah. you, you you chase your tail. Read it. If you like the book, then it's a success to you, and I think that's really the healthiest way to go in these. So, you know... I, there were there were a few books that I I thought were like yeah I would give this to my nephew to read and there are a few books I'm just like oh hell no but you know I, that, that's fine I don't think yeah. there's a problem see that. I'm of the opinion uh, I don't care who's reading this um, do you other like than, it? do you like yeah it? do I like it yeah I thought it was I thought it was really good I mean there's a couple of really magnificent panels in this thing the 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 panel with Gordon. On top of the roof and Batman oh, the just double page, yeah. With the no, 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 no. Right, right. Oh. The one with the light, it, it's 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 facing the panel with Batman and Gordon and the and the bat signal. It's the one where he's he says later and he's looking over his shoulder. That's a magnificent panel. That's really nice. Yeah. True. Let's keep going because we got a whole we got a whole other week to talk about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Animal the Man. That's cat of power. Animal Man was fantastic. I expected no less. From from Mr. Lemire, it was oh, yeah, yeah. outstanding. I I love the juxtaposition between the mundane domestic world and then once he enters this dreamscape, dreamwalk world. Oh my God! I mean, they just um, Foreman just ratchets up the detail to the nth. Degree. I I loved this book, but I totally expected to going in. So there's there's no surprises here. I thought some of these pages rank among the best Swamp Thing pages ever. I mean, there's the the one page where uh, it, it starts. I'm drifting away, and and uh, he yells, "Dad!" And they're they're running through the woods. That's a fantastic page. The the ink washes and the detail in the trees. It's just it's beautiful. Every and then the 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 page with Animal Man is like the circulatory system and the nervous system. And you had the three uh, 
whatever the avatars or whatever they're right. they're going to be called. Oh my god! But you know, again, not surprising. Lemire has has as you'll see this week. Lemire has has the stuff, and I think they're very smart to have tapped him for this because I I, I loved the uh, the believer pseudo page in the beginning, which didn't talk to that you was, but see, just that, let you that, in as a as a was, glimpse. That was an awesome recap. I wish other. I wish other of these first issues kind of did that little. Here's here's a faux interview with with the character that's in this book, and we're gonna get you caught up to speed because it talked about him being in space. It talked about, yeah. I mean, it just it 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 was a nice recap, and I think other books would have benefited from that. Yeah, I said Swamp Thing pages. I meant Animal Man pages. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, onto Swamp Thing, which was also was fantastic. Uh, un- I don't know if it's no. fantastic. I oh, thought it was, yeah. it, was it got it got it got a passing grade. <laughs> okay. Was, I, I, I thought I yeah, re- I thought it was really well, well I mean, done. Well, fantastic. Espe- yeah, especially yes. with with the heap of prior Swamp Thing stories must have been incredibly weighty on uh Scott Snyder to even approach a job like this. I mean, you you're you're writing in the shadow of Alan Moore and you hold your own like he did? Come on, that's not, that's a difficult thing to do. I thought it was uh, good. I I didn't mind that they grounded Swamp Thing with Superman and Batman. I thought that was pretty necessary, uh especially for someone who is unfamiliar with the character and wondering just who is this Holland guy and and where does he fit in and oh Superman and Batman know who he is okay that then all right he he's obviously a good guy I, so I, I that, that was pretty neat the, uh, I had to show Renee the page where uh, where Holland is is explaining to Superman about how, how deadly how violent nature can be with yeah with other plants strangling other plants and things like that and how it moves slow and and she felt vindicated and here it is in a comic book and it's it's you know just it's telling me things that she's been telling me for years based on the shit that goes on in our yard but it's yeah it's, um so what I, do you I think the the buzz and flies are we going to see arcane right off the bat whenever you see a fly I'll just, I'll, I'll just chances are real good arcane's going to pop up i would just like to see more swamp thing in the second issue of swamp thing than we saw in the first well, Fair enough. Yeah. Thank you. Well, he's, he's at the stage. A couple, uh, a couple nice Easter eggs in there. The uh, the hotel that uh, yeah, yes, the that was right. And, and yeah. did you see the, the 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 combination on the safe? No, it was nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Yeah, Swamp Thing uh, was introduced. Uh, yep. Well, they, they they it was at the the Tottlebon Motel, which you and, know, for, uh, and, and the, the machinery. Yeah, yeah, the ween digger. Yeah, I hate the ween diggers. They hurt a lot. But uh, okay, so my absolute favorite, no surprise, was Omac. <laughs> it was stunning how uh, totally unexpected the Dio to actually come through. <laughs> but uh, he he's channeling Jack here, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, the art was the best part of this. Balls out, just super panels, uh, large action, and and the the thing I liked the best about it was that. The, the fight scene wasn't used as a traditional fight scene. It was used to propel the narrative, which was great. He, you, we yeah. learned everything we needed to know about these characters from a fight scene. It's, and it's usually, you know, let's have these two characters fight and after we'll catch the readers up. No, he did it while the fight was going on. Yeah. And that was, that was fantastic. And, uh, I, I, you know, you gotta give Giffen credit. He's, he's an extremely underrated, uh, well, craftsman. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, the the I, I like that uh, that the dress code is pretty lax for the ladies' academy. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> she's uh, a cutie. 
<laughs> I think I if you know maybe I'm wrong and 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 if I am then then great good good for Dan but I think this was mostly Keith and Dan came yeah. along for the ride I, I don't know I don't know how much I could say I mean based on Wednesday comics based on outsiders based on other things I've read or tried to read that that the deal has written I'm kind of leaning that 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 this is mostly a Keith Giffen production. Well, uh, yeah, that that could be true, but whatever the case, we don't know, right? All right, we know no, is what right, we see right. on the page, and and I think it succeeds extremely well. By far, the surprise hit of of the first wave. Yeah, now, yes. Yes. loved it. The uh, some of the other first waves that I finally got to read, uh, Men of War. I probably will pass from here on out. Yeah, it's a pump pass and kick, one and done. Yeah, that's. Uh, it, I mean, the the, the art by the, the pencils by by. Derenic. Boy, defense. Yeah, that was uh, the the rock story looked good, um, because it's it's got two stories in it. I, I think maybe it just it 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 felt like a quick read, but it was it, it what. But there was a lot of action in the first story, at least. I mean, there, there's explosions and things going on, and that's cool and all. But I, there wasn't enough there to make me go, okay. Well, I want to know about these flying dudes and things like that. I'm 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 probably done with it. Uh, Static Shock. I seem to be one of the only people that that actually liked this issue, and mm-hmm. that's and that's fine because I have a feeling I'm going to be one of the only few people that didn't like an issue from from this week. Okay. Uh, and uh, and Green Arrow, I didn't find as horribly offensive. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to touch. I, I didn't want to touch that <laughs> there's, one. There's a, there's a poll quote from you. Not you horribly it's, offensive. No, well, I mean, if, yeah. if, I, if I read about things on Twitter and things like that, it's like, oh, the, the worst of the two books of the week are, are are Static Shock and Green Arrow, and I just I didn't I didn't feel that way myself. I I thought that the art by Jurgens and Paris where it was was easy on it, nice to look at, and I mean, it wasn't. He was he's more Batman than he was the the Ollie Queen that we're used to. I, I know that some people are all happy because he doesn't have the Van Dyke, but it looks like if if he lets the stubble grow out, maybe we'll end up with it. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's just it's one of those things where it's like I it's it's not your Mike Grell Longbow Hunters Green Arrow. That's for damn sure. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it's you know I kind of like his his little the little team he has with him. He's got it, and this is why I feel like he's more like. Like Batman and anything else, he's got like his his. Uh, well, she's not as um as dim-witted as as Harold as as it was Harold, right? Batman's little uh, yeah mechanic. yeah okay. So I mean, it, he's got his little team. All he's got his team, you know, working behind the scenes, helping him out, and and that's and so he's got his like his own Oracle and shit like that. So not that she's mm-hmm. around anymore, but I I I'm going to at least read the next couple issues of Green Arrow, I think, before I finally figure out, you know, if, yeah. if I want to stick with it. But I, I enjoyed what I read. You always you like that. Yeah, you always like that character, though. You I are a Green, like Arrow Green Arrow fan. I you am. do. I really yeah. am. Yeah, thanks to World's Finest. Yeah. Right. All right, so let's go on to the new stuff. Yes? Second wave. Yes. 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 All right, can I start with my no. downer? Uh, no, wait, with my downer. No, we, we can all talk about it. We can all talk about it, right? The, okay. The, the, the only book I am the only book that I did not like this week. I thought it was um, a waste, a wasted opportunity. Uh, it was lifeless, listless, tepid, uninspired, standard superhero bullshit, and it did nothing 
that a first issue was supposed to do, which was inform the reader as to who these characters are and give us a reason to keep reading. Um, and I think this, this writer needs to be, uh, Knocked down a few pegs from his majestic position <laughs> above everyone else. I yeah. thought Gre- I thought Green Lantern number one was a steaming pile of shit. I did not enjoy it. And, uh, and Snappy, yeah, I, you know, I was told by someone who will remain uh, remain nameless at this point uh, this week that it was the best Green Lantern book in years, and so I I I gotta say I couldn't disagree more. Like yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Mankey and and. Terrible. Right, Mankey and Alway, Almay were completely wasted. If you're going to take two artists that are that excel at dynamic, larger-than-life sequences yeah. in space, uh, just teeming with characters, knock-down superhero brawls, and you have them draw two people sitting in a restaurant for like three pages, it, I was bored to tears. I was yeah. too. It, it was yeah. it was yeah. so I mean, stupid. Carol, the fucking son of Carly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Bill, I was having the guy tell me, think of his, I know, having his landlord tell me he's going to bring drive to the ATM machine. I was like, for real? I mean, really? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, this is the new lore. I mean, and, I mean, it, it, won't, it almost felt like symbolic. Like he was like. Well, let's see. It was an absolute, complete movie failure that I'm already getting pressure for. So let me see how I can put a cherry on top of that that turd sandwich of the right. Last year. <laughs> and and you know what? You know what thing that bothers me a little bit was that every, every almost every writer in the stable has begun things from scratch or pretty close to that. They, they're in other words, they're not carrying too much. My hmm? criticism of this week was that a lot of the writers didn't do that. I, I think a lot of the writers this yeah. week. Assumed that this forgot that this was supposed to be a, new, a first issue, but I agree wow. with that John guilty of that. Yeah, and it's just like okay, no, no recap, and I, and I don't think one was necessary. If if he needed a recap page for this issue, I feel like he approached it in the wrong direction, be, because if you're starting over, and and obviously the whole crux of this new 52 is to get people interested in comics who otherwise did not read them, and you throw this Green Lantern at them. I mean, there's as far as I can tell, the the Sinestro War and everything after it happened, right? Happened, yeah. yeah. And it it, 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 it totally picks up right the, where the the, the exactly. War of the Lantern just, just ended. It, it picks up it, in, at it, the end it, of that. It, which oh, go ahead, Chris. No, I go ahead, Jason. You're saying what oh, I was saying? Oh yeah, I was saying. I mean, this literally like picks up right after. It's as if like it's issue sixty. Where I mean, if you know, in the, at the end of the of the war, which again, if you read this issue, I'm not spoiling anything. You got Hal gets his ring taken away because he ends up being responsible for uh, the the climax of of the war, which something the Lantern technically shouldn't do. Although it's a little confusing because they've had the ability to, to kill for fucking the last three years since Sinestro World War, but whatever. Um, and then they, the ring finds Sinestro and comes on to him, and you're like, oh, which, again, I guess it's kind of cool, but it's not anything that should be that surprising to people because they've been leading to it for, like, three years now. Sinestro has been, he's been a red lantern, a yellow lantern, a white lantern, and he's been palling around with Hal for the last year. So, it's like, I, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't quite take it, but uh, it's just the whole thing. And, like, then they, 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 like with the issue, like, then all of a sudden all the other... Um, Guardians like mind zap Gantt, and it's like that's I right. Mean, yeah, it's like so. So so here's the one guardian who who was standing, and now they they, they just brainwashed him, or now it's all hive mind, and it's and I mean I think that was the only real decent summation I got. I I I realized that based on the conversation Hal and Carol had that 
He doesn't have his ring. The Guardians took it away, and and she has a Star Sapphire ring. And since I haven't been reading Green Lantern, I wasn't aware of that. So there were just things that if 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 I saw the movie and wanted mm-hmm. to pick up this first issue, I don't know how much of the movie carried over into this. I don't know if if because there was no Hector Hammond in this. I mean, and I'm not saying there has to be, but it was just it was sure. this one. Green Lantern and Batman have the most baggage, I guess, from the old universe, right? They're really the only two characters yeah. or stories yeah. that are carrying over. So I just, I think that that might have, that a recap page would have benefited Green Lantern at least. Batman not so well, much, you, because he's but, not wait, like wait. books, but yeah. But uh, unlike Batman, the public at large, uh, judging from the, the box office on the movie, the public at, at large does not, is not aware of the Green Lantern you know history everyone knows that batman and the joker are mortal enemies right okay and 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 they played on that with detective whereas you had this huge galaxy spanning war and and the 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 status quo has changed and there's no mention well there's very little mention of that in this book right and and, you know yeah you're right but and then i was just going to say again but it's i think see i think it feels on that level i agree but i think it it feels on the level of people like, well, I guess like me, that, that have been reading all the Green Lantern titles for the last four or five years since, like, Rebirth, right? I mean, and and I think it fails on that level because for us, like, basically this issue sets up that, like, okay, Hal does never ring anymore, and then Sinestro shows up and he's like, hey, I'm gonna, if you want to get your ring back, you do everything I say you do. And it's like, okay, so you're setting up an arc of, I guess, some type of redemption for Hal. Dude, talk about been there, done that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time you're redeeming him for something that's far less egregious. Like right now, the redemption is he's not a Green Lantern and he has to get his, his ring back. Considering the stuff he's had to come back from in the last yeah. ten years, it's like it's not even that significant. Right? He came back from the freaking dead. He came back from being like the, the spirit of vengeance. He came out from being an evil being that destroyed planet. Like he, like he, like getting his ring back and getting a job is like it, it's yeah. so insignificant relative to the. He, we've already seen how. Like, he brought back from the depths, and, and I'm sure, according to some long-time fans like David, almost to the point where it was like, there was, never, there was no coming back. And it's like, all right, dude, so now this, this is, this is actually about him getting his ring back? Like, I mean, he's, he's yeah. freaking had to go for a lot more than if, that. I mean, I don't if know. he had a brave, uh, through the afterlife to return to Earth, this is the equivalent of Hal paying a parking ticket. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's just, yeah. it's not exciting you, at you all. Know, you know what I was, what I was looking forward to? After the Sinestro Corps War, which I loved, and through all of Blackest Night, which I enjoyed, and then I just got exhausted in the whole War of the Lanterns and completely lost interest. I haven't read any Green Lantern book in probably six, eight months because I was I was bored. I was really looking forward to a new, fresh start with Green Lantern to say, yep, yeah. Jump back on. Yeah. Here it is. Let's let's go and and tell really fun space cop stories. And I'm like, it's the same bullshit. This is all they did was was skip a month, and we're yep. back at the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. bullshit. Hey, right. And as uh, one of the architects of the DC no universe, no, shame no, on no him. In, no interest. He's so. over two so far. He's over two so far. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, was the first right. one? Justice League. Justice League. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great story, but it's, it was a hell of a lot better than this. Want to talk about a good yeah, one? This yeah, it was, it was. yeah. If that if that Green Lantern showed up in this book, 
I'd be much. I, I'd be much, even with the stupid corny ass shit that came out of his mouth. I'd be much happier. Yeah. <laughs> corny. Yeah. Yeah. Who who told Johns that the the equivalent of a, a domestic tiff was great reading for like ten pages out of twenty? I, I, I don't know. We get red lanterns out of the way real quick. Then I assume. Yeah. I, I, I haven't read that one yet, but go ahead. Okay. What's that, David? What did you say? I haven't read. I haven't read that one yet, but go ahead. Well, I don't think we. I mean, again, it's uh, it's it to me. It's a book that. Um, I mean, this was again the Red Lanterns idea was solicited before we knew about the relaunch, and I guess then they just ended up you know hitting the pause button on it until after. But um, it really is just it's gonna it looks like it's just gonna be as you might suspect just a look into Atrocitus, who's the leader of the Red Lanterns, and some of his lieutenants. And you know that may be cool, it may not. I don't know. But for me, um, again, it's 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 steeped in what we've been reading for the last few years, and and I personally just have not found those characters. I mean, they were cool, like, again, when the, when the lanterns, when we were first seeing all the different lanterns and we were introduced to them, like, you know, they were cool, whatever, that's cool, I'm down with it. But, like, I don't, I guess I just, I, I felt no, I feel no compunction to get into understanding the motivations of Atrocitus and Belize and, and his other, and our, like, they just don't matter to me enough that I want to read a book about these guys that's, that, that are just angry. You know, this is a book about angry superheroes, basically. That just doesn't, it just bored Okay. Wow! Yay! Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Uh, yes. I got to I got to part ways with you on this one, buddy. What? Because yeah, I thought I thought in it in it's in uh in terms of color theory, it's entirely fitting. I thought this uh Red Lanterns was the antithesis of everything the Green Lantern was. That this is wow, this dude. is a this is a book I want to read. It. No, I enjoyed it. I liked I liked it a lot because it uh it, like you well not like you but like a lot of people I bowed out on the uh the Green Lantern stuff right around Blackest Night. So I have no idea what happened since then and uh Milligan told me everything I needed to know about uh Atrocitus to set the stage for this book, uh why he's pissed off, uh what he did to get where he is. Uh, how he assembled his lanterns, uh, what the guardians did to him. It's just like, it, 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 there was a checklist of things you needed to know for your main character, and Milligan, I think, covered them all. Uh, and I think, that. I think in the first issue, it sets up the, it does, it does what, what the Greenlander did not do. I'll give you that. It's just, I guess, what I'm saying is I just don't care about the characters. Like, I, I mean, uh, I think they're visually stunning, um, so I will stick with this book. What's the, the blue chick with the bat wings on the, on her head? Please. Yeah, I like her a lot, obviously. And, uh, you know, I like Atrocitus. The cat's pretty cool. I, I just think they're a bunch of neat characters, visually stunning, running around, and they're pissed off and mad as hell. And I'll, st- I'll stick with it. I liked it. I didn't, I didn't, think, I didn't think it was great, but I liked it. What? What? I can't hear you. Go, go ahead. Go, go. Uh, Superboy. Oh, I heard good things about it. I have not read it yet. I, I was, I, I was enjoying it. I, it was, it was great because you had, um, you had. Uh, see, I didn't write down. I, I, I suck because I didn't write down any of the creators as I was writing my notes. But and I want to make sure that that the artist gets to mention here. But the um, every time I was like, all right, I, I must be missing something. I, it's written by Scott Lobdo, which surprised the shit out of me. Uh, R.B. Silva is the artist. Awesome cover by Eric Canetti. But um, 
uh, Robleen is your uh, is your anchor. But the um, I was I enjoyed the 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 introduction to the character. It's it's very Young Justice e, uh, but it's um, we also are introduced to another character in this new DC yep. universe. Which was pretty neat, and and I, I I can't wait to find out how her transformation comes about if it ever does. Uh, I think you might like that, Vince. The um, the uh, uh, once we find out what's going on, like as as when he's in the heartland of America and he's going to school, and and I was like I was a little taken aback until you keep reading, and then it all makes sense. But I enjoyed pretty much everything about this issue. Until I got to the last page, and it's not, and and if it's it, hell, it, it might just be me. It might just be that um, that that Stormwatch effect from last week where we talked about the editor's note for something that happens a month away. But I think it would have been a bigger oh shit moment for me if I read the teased book at the end of this issue first and then found out what was going to happen or what was going to be set up. It just it it. It was a cool moment, but again, I can't be excited for something that, that, that hasn't been introduced yet. Oh, I see what you're saying. Interesting. I hadn't thought of that when I read it, but I see your point. Okay, yeah. all right. And that's cool, because I think, I, I don't know, I, Sal asked me if, if, if I felt I was spoiled or if, if the teaser wasn't uh, wasn't exciting enough or that, I, that it spoils something. Gobo seemed to dig it. He took it as the same way that the uh, I know, right? But it, it 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 took the uh, he took it the same way as the editor's note, where hey, you know, it's something to look forward to when I read Superman at the end of the month with Stormwatch, and that's fine and that's cool. And it, and and again, it, if it's just me, then then so be it. But if if um, like I said, I enjoyed the art. I, I I kind of enjoyed the story. It was it was text heavy, but but that's fine because this is all we're 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 viewing this world through Superboy's ears and, and, and eyes and, and I can I'm I'm cool with that. I'm I'm enjoying his take on things. So I'm, I'll be around for the next yeah. issue. I just really wasn't what wasn't a fan of the reveal on the last page. Interesting because I, I, I thought this book I lo- I this was probably one of my favorite books of the week. Um I I I loved that the elements of, of Superboy are not dissimilar to what we knew of Connor, but right. the way they're treating it and the, the uh, you know, it always kind of felt like to me with Connor that, like, yeah, we knew he was half Luther, half Soups, and so they always said, like, oh, maybe he'll go bad someday. But you never really, like, he never really got tested in that, right? Like, he, we never yeah, he really did. saw Connor. Like, he did, and you know, uh, Teen, Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Teen Titans yeah. shaved his head and, and went, went buck wild. Oh, I must not have read that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well then there you go. Scratch that. But in this, then they I guess they're taken from that because they, they they're treating it almost like I felt like it was. Um, it reminded me of, like the Supreme Power, you know, like where like. Oh, okay. So they got this creature and they they're they're cultivating him and he's so foreign that I mean he looks human but he's so foreign and he's capable of so much that he doesn't realize that they're really like it's like you know they they this could go wrong in a hurry and I love that and I love that they're setting this up like he he's aware of so much more than they realize he's aware of. And yep. that's cool. I love that they allude to the fact that the human DNA is maybe the reason that he's got this sort of little bit of the fly off the handle tendencies. And, and yet they don't, they don't come out and say that it's Luther, but I'm, I'm sure they're I'm likely building to that. I mean, they're kind of, you know, at one point the one of the lab guys like apologizes and he's like, there's something you don't know about 
the donor, and then she, she's like, she, you know, they don't answer the question. But again, so as a first-time reader, you might not all you might know is oh, there's something wonky with the, with the donor. But but whereas people who know the backstory might be thinking, oh, that's the, was Luther or somebody else? We don't know. But so I really dug it. The only the only thing I had a problem with, I felt there was a real disconnect between the art style and the story. Like I thought the story was really well put together. I thought it had a feeling of like gravitas to it, and that like like Connor could really be a, a like he could be a well, I don't even call him Connor, but but Superboy could be a a real. I mean, he could they you know he could be a really devastatingly dangerous individual if he's unchecked, and they set that all up. But I felt like the art was so um, almost like manga, manga esque yes. a little bit. It felt almost yeah. like 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 something like the Runaways. Like it almost felt a little too kitty, like um. Like uh, when when the the other character you, you you alluded to that we're introduced to, they they show her kind of standing there and she's supposed to be her dialogue indicates that she's a super deadly badass, but they're drawing her almost like a little teenage girl with rounded hips and like very very flat features and it's just it's it's the art style I think kind of doesn't and I don't have a, I have a I don't want this to come across like I thought the art wasn't good I actually think the art style is, I think the artist was is fine as an artist. But I felt like in this case the art style didn't fit the story, so I would I wouldn't have an issue buying a comic from this guy, it, it, you know, under the right circumstances. I just didn't think necessarily that he was the right guy for this book, but it, it didn't matter to me because I liked the story enough. I'll, I'll definitely keep going with it. I, I thought it was probably the most in, the most interesting because it, it's it's it, it they're kind of hitting a reset button on this. I mean, there there yeah. there are elements that make you say, oh yes, it's like Connor, but it's it's different enough. That they can really take it in a whole different direction. I like that. Well, the 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 assassin you referred to isn't the only character that we're introduced to in this issue. The person the assassin talks to, the person who's put in charge of the experiment, mm-hmm. she's somebody who will who in the previous universe grew up and filled out to be somebody completely different. She is. Yes. Oh. You want me to get? You want me to give it away? I'll no, no, I didn't read it yet. Shit. Okay. All right. You'll, you'll recognize pretty much right away, man. Uh, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and I didn't I didn't read the other book that came out this week yet, where um, where this character I guess might tie into at least in the old universe she she would have. But yeah, well, uh, they don't. There's no tie to it in the issue. But okay. Yeah. Okay. The uh, as far as the art goes, this is one of the books where I thought might have, and this is you know just just armchair editoring. This is um, if if we saw when when Jason was explaining how how one of the scientists was was telling her that uh, that you know the DNA came from, and then something bad happens. If that act happened off panel, or if we saw her reaction to what had happened, if we didn't see the splat, this may have could have probably been an all ages book in my eyes i just and again i'm just you know because i went back and i looked at like, what, what, no, <laughs> I, I, know, I was thinking my saying the same thing the shit i know but i'm just I, I look at the ratings and i'm like seriously it's just it it i don't know why i have I, to I, look I, I, rating I on a comic I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving any of my fucking comic books to any kids it doesn't fucking matter you're breaking up i'm sorry yeah but, <laughs> go ahead go ahead then. go ahead no, um, obviously I bought it, but I did not intend to buy it. And the only reason why, I, right, the only reason why I did buy it was because I took a look at RB Silva's art and I said, I have to own this. It's gorgeous, beautiful stuff. I, I love the clean lines, very European, 
Um, if if, the, if this was a couple sizes bigger, it would look like a, 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 a European uh, graphic album. I, I think that the artwork's outstanding, and and uh, I hope the story's as good. You guys don't feel the cool. same. The, well, I already, no, no, no. I already spoke about these. I mean, right. I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I didn't. You, you, I didn't. I didn't hear him. You're all. You're all bubbly. Yeah, you're I still... spent five minutes talking about this. No, I heard. No, I thought you. I mean, I mean, just right now, what you said. I didn't hear that last little bit. Oh no! I said I already spoke my piece. I mean, I don't, oh, okay. I, you yeah, you did. Already, yeah. Okay. Um, I got. How about you, Chris? Do you have anything to say about Superboy? I haven't read it yet. All right. I'm, I'm gonna. To I'm gonna give Jason an opportunity to speak his piece because. Um, I have to say one of the biggest, well, not one of the biggest surprise for me this week, kind of like OMAC last week, that that one that just comes completely out of left field and shocks, you know, the shit out of you with something. Obviously a, a good story, but this one had a moment where I was just completely floored and it got me excited for the second issue. Um, Jason, why don't you talk about Deathstroke for a little while? Well, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I didn't care for it very much. <laughs> no, um, I didn't read it yet. This is good. All right, cool. Um, look, I, I mean, I, you know, again, maybe it's a Marvel versus DC thing. I've never, like, it seems like Deathstroke's a guy that a lot of DC hardcore fans just adore, and I just don't ever quite get it, and I could point to the fact that I think his costume's goofy, but again, that's hypocritical because <laughs> lots of characters I love have goofy costumes. But I, I can't lie, like, I can't, like, the guy's supposed to be, like, the most dangerous assassin in the, in the, in the, the DC universe. I, I just, I'm like, well, why is he dressed like freaking Zora the Gay Blade? And I don't, like, I just don't understand why he's dressed in orange and, 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 and blue. I don't, it baffles me. But, but, um, I, well, look, I know, I, I know exactly the moment that you're going to say that you plopped over. And, you know, I guess it was cool in the, in the context of it, but I, I just thought it was like, one of those stories where I just, I, I read it and I said, who cares? Like, this is just every other Deathstroke story. Like, he's a guy for hire. He's got no scruples. He's willing to kill anybody. He can't be defeated. And he's ready for his next mission. It's like, again, maybe if I haven't ever read a Deathstroke story before, that'd be cool. But I have, and I just feel like, okay, it's Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. He's always been just, just another series of it. So, I don't know. I mean, I just, I didn't feel like they brought anything new to the character. Um, I didn't feel like there was any new twist to it. It's just like he's he's this gigantic assassin dude that's really good at his job. Like, hmm. I, but has Deathstroke ever been painted uh, in this light before? Like to this extreme? But yeah, we know he's 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 a hard ass, and he'll he he's a, a wanton killer for profit, and he'll do anything to achieve his goals. But has he ever done something like this before? I mean, I I don't think I, I've the the only exposure to to Deathstroke I've had was in the pages of Teen Titans. Really? And, I was going to say, you, what? Well, no. You, you, yeah. I thought I was going to really? say, like, do you mean sh- shooting three kids in this book? Ah, is, spoilers! Is, spoilers, people. Boy, it's harder core than banging a little teenage girl and making her go and throw <laughs> out her, her her best friend. I mean, that that's that's a much more depraved thing because there's a middle-aged man that was implied that he was sleeping with a with a, a barely pubescent teen girl getting her to to become a murderer like that's to me way more depraved and sick than yeah but that's uh, i'm gonna that's I more mean, like criminal mastermind though i mean this is just like vicious 
unscrupulous killer. I mean, it, it, it's, well, it's, it's cold, man. He, he's turned every one of his own kids evil, like, just yeah. to get his own ends, right? I mean, I, like, he's, he's in, like, when I think of Deathstroke, I think of a guy that's a for-hire killer that's got absolutely no morals. Like, that's, I've always thought of him that way. Like, he's, he's, he's willing to do anything to suit his needs, and his needs are purely egotistical, driven out of either revenge or profit. Like, he's, like, how is that not the Deathstroke we've always known? Well, I mean, necessarily the character doesn't change, but I just thought this was pretty vicious. I mean, the way the way the way it was it was done, the the plotting necessary to suck you into the story. Uh, Deathstroke is is he has a job to do, and the uh, employer saddles him with three, basically kids, uh, a communications uh, expert, right, um, uh, a weapons a munitions person, and a, like a. What else? What was the other one? It's like a communications expert, and they're they're basically kids. They're like, "Yo, dude, we're gonna call ourselves." Like they make they get a name from for themselves. Their little yeah, like alpha dogs. Or yeah, the alpha dogs. Their little uh, organization, and and they bicker a lot. And uh, you know, Deathstroke's like, "What the hell did they saddle me with?" And and but he goes on the job anyway, and they they do a decent job. Uh, with their target, which sets up another mystery, um, and and uh, they they perform semi admirably for for children, and and then here's the big spoilers. Anybody going to care if I spoil this, David? Do you care? It already did. Okay, right. and and so when when Deathstroke comes back to the 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 mission debriefing, and everybody's sitting around a table, and they're all celebrating, they're drinking, uh, you know, champagne and having a great time, and. Uh, you know, what do you think of that up and coming team, Slade? And Slade says, I think there is no up and coming. There's only competition. And the kid said, what? And Deathstroke, uh, Deathstroke says, and I don't work with it. Pulls out his gun and plugs all three kids in the head. Assa- assassinates them. Just, just, just kills them. Like in cold blood. And even the, uh, the, the head of the, the, you know, the department is like, holy shit, what the hell did you just do? And that's what I was like, I don't work with people. You know, I, th- this is what I do. And he just so walks away. No, there's no Wintergreen. There's no, there's no Adeline. There's no, uh, he has no, no, uh, human connection. There's well, you, you he is a that's handler. A, he is a handler. And that's yeah, the yeah. The, the, the one from, I mean, the one thing that Vince is, is leaving out is that, um, this, whoever was the, 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 uh, customer for this mission made him work with these kids. And then, Slade's like, why? I, well, I didn't want him in the first place. And his handler's like, well, the, the client insisted on it. And, uh, and then after he shoots him, the guy, his, his handler's like, well, um, you know, Slade's like, oh, I'm ready for my next mission. And then he's like, well, there are no more assassinations. Like, you, you don't, there, you, like, no one thinks you're up to the task anymore because you're old. Basically, yeah. saying, like, he's basically getting, the, the angle here is that Slade's getting, like, pushed up because of ageism. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's why they gave you this team because they didn't think you were up to the task anymore. And he's like, well, then we got a lot of work to do. And he, like, walks out, like, implying, like, dim, 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 like, Slade's going to go off and show us that he can kill a bunch of people. I'm like, well, I'm like, so, all right, so is the whole angle here that he's a senior citizen and, and, and people think he's washed up? Because, like, again, if, if, if that's the premise, cool, but, like, anyone that's read Deathstroke before isn't going to think of him as an old washed-up dude, so that doesn't work. And then if that's the new premise, if that's, like, the newness of this angle, well, they don't establish that in this first issue because he's awesomely effective from, from page one to page 22. Yeah. So I don't, like, the idea, other than him saying, oh, they think you're old and washed up, it's like, 
why? I mean, the dude's he's a giant. He's hu- superhuman. Mm-hmm. He cuts a plane in half with a sword. They just, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he I rips, mean, like, rips the door off uh, a, like, a plane, awesome. like, in, in really flight. Awesome, like, yeah, he, he is. Had, had he not been told by his handler at the end, like, oh, well, they think you're washed up. You don't. You can't get assassination jobs anymore. It's like, really? So this issue didn't lead me to understand why that would be the case. Like, all this issue did was emphasize that slaves basically without equal. So I, I thought sort of like the premise did. Wow. The, the the hook at the end was not at all. The twenty pages did not at all lend itself to the hook at the end, which is that it's totally unbelievable from what you see in the book that slaves would be washed up, or anyone would think that. Like that doesn't. Yeah. So biased. There's a really cool part though. Once uh, Slade boards the airplane, there's these real creepy Nosferatu-looking guys, and uh, they they the guys. no, uh, the they're they're the masters of those creatures were were Nosferatu guys. But the oh, once, oh, once, right. yeah, once they once they turn, they they turn in, into these clay like Jason said, clay face dudes. Cl- like the they took the the DNA of Clayface and augmented these characters with Clayface DNA. That's kind of cool. I like yeah, that. that you know, cool. I like that part. You know, and he's, he's chopping and they're Clayface. So how do you chop Clayface? He's just going to yeah, reform, you know? So, But that doesn't go on nearly as long as it should have, in my opinion. But there's a mystery. There's something in the briefcase, a la Pulp Fiction, that we don't know what's in there. And it kind of sets Slade on end. But I, I thought this issue was really good. Maybe I don't know, maybe I wasn't expecting too much. Obviously I wasn't. And uh my like I said, my exposure to Deathstroke isn't all that vast, so I thought this okay. was pretty cool. Hey, I'm, I, I I am a Deathstroke fan, I've been a Deathstroke fan since um actually since maybe the, the late twenties, early thirties issues of, of the New Teen Titans. I didn't I, I went back and read the early issues, so I didn't see him from issue two on. It was, it was a couple of years into the title's run that I really got into the character, and that was of course, that was before Judas contracted and that, that, that really got me excited for it. I was one of the people who, who bought the series as it was coming out, especially for the Mike Zach covers. I was really happy to see him get his own title. Uh, but then Wolfman kind of lost me a little bit with the whole Titans hunt and Will the Beast, and oh, Jericho can really talk and shit like that, so I, I kind of lost... Wait a minute, Jericho can talk? Yes. I Thanks, lost. David. Oh, you're going to go back and read something that's 12 <laughs> years old? Spoiler. Spoilers! <laughs> but that's all right. It wasn't rated T. It was, uh, it was oh a... Oh, my God. Uh, it was... It was um, so, I mean, I'm, 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 I didn't read the, the Deathstroke Flashpoint mini, so I'm going to give the first issue a shot, because like we said, we're, we're giving them all a chance. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because it is Deathstroke. If, if it doesn't... If it, I'll see if I lean towards... Jason's side of things, or if, if I just get excited for it because it's a Deathstroke book. But if it's if it's a Deathstroke book that that's not written all that well, then then probably it, it won't get too many more issues from me. So I think we'll it, see, it, I think it was well written. I mean, if you disavow Jason's comment that yeah, we know Deathstroke is the the shit and is capable of anything if you take that out of the picture and just look at the writing and the way it was plotted and pasted i think it was a really well-written issue but you have to believe that deathstroke you know is is old and perceived as not all that and I, yeah i agree with jason that's kind of hard to do yeah i mean if you're old and you can still do all this but they think you're washed up then jesus i mean you might as well just stay, take on superman and win there's a lot of headshots in these dc books a lot of headshots I, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. But oh, okay, yeah, let's move on. Let's one, yeah. let's get Chris into the conversation because he's kind of like not saying anything. Yeah, yeah we're talking Chris, about books I've read. Yeah. 
Talk about your Suicide Squad, then, my friend. Yeah, do it. Really, do it. Really, um, really like Suicide Squad. That's my book of the week so far, of what I've read. Yep. That, yeah. that, 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 that's my Mac this week. I love this issue. Agreed. Except, except for, again, the last page. I don't. I, I, I get why they did it, but I, I wasn't a fan of this character's change in appearance. Because they, they made her not fat? Because they made her not fat. Yeah, pretty much. They made her look like Angela Bassett. Yeah, I yeah. know, and I, I know why, but it's just like, it's like, really, I don't, and it's like, so basically, it that last page turned the book into villains for hire. I was like, oh, look, it's Misty Knight, it's a crossover. I'm, in, no, I'm, in, I'm a mixed mind on this, right, because I guess the contrarian in me, like, everyone's been bitching about it today, and I'm thinking, like, kind of gets back to what Chris was saying earlier, like, you know, you kind of got to, like, let those kind of things roll, I mean, it's, it's yeah. like, right. they decided right. to change it, does that really matter? Like, I mean, I could see her, like, uh, like, like, Amanda Waller's going to be a badass, regardless of what she looks like, but um, I mean, I'm a both minds. Like, I get why it's probably a quirky to people because, let's be honest, there's not too many uh, plus sized women, much less plus sized, you know, uh, like a woman of color who has any kind of prominent role, especially in a in a superhero universe that's you know all basically super perfect, you know, physical models. So, like, I get like really needed to get rid of the one like plus sized you know character that 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 was a badass in spite of the fact that, you know, she wasn't the physical per- perfect, physically perfect. I get that, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, I'm like, she's really almost, at her best, she's not even really a character more than she is, like, a force. Like, she's like the, the yeah. whisper in the ear. She's the, 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 the invisible the hand. Kid. So, but, yeah, yeah, so, you know. My, my, my thinking is, I mean, for me, it, appearance it plays a lot in this. If, if I... If if one of the members of Suicide Squad was was trying to be flirty or thought he was hot shit, I could see him or her trying to sweet talk his way into an attractive Amanda Waller. But if I have this big heavy set black woman yelling at me, I'm really not going to be in a mood to, to flirt back or try to talk back to her. It's just it it's just really is the way it, it, the characters presented to me, and that, that that's all it is. And if if I still hear. Amanda Waller, as, I, as I'm reading the book, and it's still the same character. She just got, you know, lipo or whatever. That's, well, you know, that's fine. But it just, I, I turn the page, and it's like, well, again, as a long-time reader, it probably would have been a bigger deal if that was the Amanda Waller that I was used to when I was in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon and things like that. But just because, I mean, again, they've changed so many other the way so many other characters look in this reboot, that's not the end of the yeah. world. Yeah, I guess they're going to go from calling her the wall to the stick. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but like why does she have the hood in her hand? The bloody hood. Because we, she was she was one of the people She was, was one of the torturers. But there's 8 hours between the time yeah, they were tortured and the time does she walk around with the thing is, you know, like, <laughs> look what I did. She took a nap. I don't know. Yeah. I really like the juxtaposition of the present and the past with the different art styles, that was nice. I like that, that a lot. That was. That was. Yeah. yeah. The first time I read the credits, I was like, really? We have like two artists and two pencils and an anchor, or there are three different artists on this, but it, it worked with. The, and it was the flashbacks helped flesh it out. It was it was a really good, strong first issue. It was a great yeah. setup, I felt. I mean, we got we got to know all the characters. The only thing that, well, aside from Wall, the only thing I think I can say that, that kind of bugged me is. Waller tells them, out of like 36 people, you're the last men and women standing. It's like, so all the other 30s, out of, there was no one from any of the other groups that you tested 
the last six standing are from this one last. That, that you <laughs> I didn't think that. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's, I think one of the presses would be, be kind of cooler if they were each like sort of like tested on their own, right? And then they kind of like are right. all like brought into a room and yeah. like yeah. Yeah. The yeah. 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 Well, you never know. Maybe these guys could be the control from all the other groups. Maybe they were the ones that lasted, and they just put them all in one room. I don't know, but whatever. Uh, I'm you know, glad. Have you seen those characters before? Oh, yeah. Well, Deadshot, yes. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Well, obviously, I know Deadshot and the Shark Dude and, and Harley. Uh, what about the Fire Dude, though? El Diablo. Oh, El Diablo. El Diablo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, he's a carryover. He was, uh, I mean, there's a, uh, a connection to the original Western El Diablo character with this, isn't there? Somehow? No, no, the, 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 the Mike so, El Diablo? The Western uh, hero. Oh, from, from back, in, well, all right, so, so not the one that came out in the 90s. Um, No, no, the original okay, El Diablo. Right, yeah, I think okay. there's some kind of connection, isn't there? I don't know, but it doesn't really matter in this book, does it? Um, They're both Voltaic been around before too. Who? Voltaic, but the other one, the electricity guy. I'm not sure. He was the wild card for me. I had no yeah. idea who that was. Well, okay. Savant was the wild card for me too. So yeah, you know what's neat to me. And it, I'm, I'm very thankful for it. Was the fact that they totally discarded the Batman animated series version of Harley Quinn, which I never thought worked in the Batman universe, in the DC Comics Batman universe. I love, I love the new Harley. Me design. too. Me too. Very, I, I'm so. Yeah. I, if there's one thing that turns me off a Bat book faster, it's putting that animated version Harley Quinn in it. I just don't accept it. I, I have no love for those cartoons. That I mean, that's neither here nor there. What? I don't. I don't. And 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 no. And the character I always f thought of as as very. I know she's supposed to be grating, annoying. I just thought let her stay in in the animated realm. But when they brought her over in that, uh, you know, Alex Ross covered uh, Harley Quinn one shot. It just did not work. It didn't. The, I'm I'm fine. based on Gotham City Sirens and how she's been in recent years in the Bat books. This is. The same Harley, just in a different wrapper, and and that's fine. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that whole Quinn outfit, and it just it didn't. I could see it not work. I could see someone saying it doesn't it doesn't fit with the rest of Batman's robes, or just in in the comic book world, it doesn't fit. In the cartoon, it's fine, but yeah, it works really, there. Based on his first issue, I it's it's the same Harley I've been reading for years, but it's just you know she, she's packaged differently, and and I'm cool with that, and 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 I'm. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Freaking brutal jumper cables on her cheeks. Oh, Damn. Yeah, and after. rat cool. rats under under a a, a metal under can a, on on a dead shot and freaking yeah. eating it. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's just dead shit, man. It was brutal. It was yeah, brutal. it was. It was like uh, porn. What what I liked about this issue, it's the same reason um, I liked I liked action. Same reason I liked OMAC. It's these are the these are the comics that throw you right into the middle of it, and it's not these are not slow burn comics. It's like here's the situation and. It's going to build, 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 and then you have a great cliffhanger that's going to lead into the second issue. And yeah, right. everything, that we, everything that we talked about with, like, 
Justice League and and especially Green Lantern, you know, those books bored me to death. It gave yep. me no reason to want to come back next week. What it, it, I'm going to come back for Green Lantern and see if Hal invites Sinestro in for tea. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll get the car note. Yeah, you know, it's a that, next week. Sign the lease, you know. But Suicide Squad, it's this, it's this awesome build-up. It's there's yeah. a lot of tension in it, and then you had that great last page where it's like, oh, I got to come back and see where this ends up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan of it. I agree. You think they're really going to go through with it? That'd be awesome. Well, we don't know why. I mean, are they infected? Is there something going on? I mean, we just know that they're dropping them off in, at, at, a, at a stadium. So I don't know why. And, I mean, hell, they they didn't crack during this test. So, I mean, how do we not know it's not another test? And I love I love the, 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 the sign-off for the next issue. The team ends up with its first casualty. So, so now I get to wait four weeks ago. Well, who the hell's it going to be? And it's like, I, I love that. It's, well, you could pretty much assume what it's going to be. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the, the least known. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, back on the Waller thing, I want to see them do more of that stuff. I want to see them change characters and and, you know, and break right, stuff. So I will say, though, that, that, that Chris, if they, if they continue to drastically, we'll say in this case, if they, if they physically alter someone's appearance, it does make new and long-term readers alike have a no-shit moment because, I mean, it's it's like you you know what Waller's supposed to look like. So here here you have Deadshot saying, you know, I know that voice, it's Waller, and we turn the page, and it's somebody who doesn't resemble the Waller we know. Now we're like, we're That's all... That's not the wall. That's it. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> holy crap. It's like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's neat to see some changes in that regard because we're all... We're, we're, we're all blind to, to anything that is new in that regard. It's like they, they, they Samuel L. Jackson, the wall. It's like, ah, I'm Amanda Waller! <laughs> Bitch! That's exactly what they did. It's, now, I don't really care as long as they keep or are fairly reminiscent of the personality of the old Amanda Waller. You know, uh, it, it, looks it, like, it looks like it so far. Yeah, he different was, different shell, same personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. Shadow and Harley. Yeah, just like yeah. Okay. How about another Bat book? Uh, Batman and Robin. I yeah. yeah. I started that, that, it. I finished it. Yeah, that's the other one. I think that Vince was alluding to earlier that they're kind of picking up with with existing continuity. Yeah, yeah, very but so, um, very they, much so. David Which will I think be would really be confusing to quote unquote new readers if they exist because, like most new readers, have no idea he actually has a son. So it's like, <laughs> well, they make it they make it pretty darn clear. I mean, that's what that entire issue is yeah. about. It, it's about it's about Bruce and Damien kind of coming to terms with how they're going to be father and son and and partners on the streets and it's uh which i really like that's that's the important part of that of that relationship that's the interesting did, uh, dynamic did this feel like the same batman from detective comics even though detective comics is taking place in the past uh no it was um uh much more well written oh okay <laughs> yeah, i don't know because like I guess for me, like, like 
a real parent, like, I felt like Bruce got frustrated with his son, like a real parent would, like I do with my sons, but, like, that's not Bruce. Like, Bruce wouldn't in the middle of the battle just be like, basically like, do what I say because I'm your dad. Like, what? Like, no, dude. This, especially because they already established he's had wards before that have got, like, Bruce is cool as a cucumber, dude. Like, he's not going to let, like, a 10-year-old kid get under his skin. Like, it's just like, uh, I don't know. This book I thought was spectacular. They had the whole setup at the beginning with, I mean, Bruce is finally coming to terms with with his parents dying. And so, <laughs> yeah, but dude, he brought him to, he's like, oh, I still remember the pearls falling through the grate. I'm like, really? <laughs> no, David, like, David, you'll love it. You'll love it. An, an annual pilgrimage to this? Really? I mean, honestly, like, and the, the best part of the book I thought was when Damien was like, you were much more impressive when I didn't know you. David, David, thought it was yeah. great. They're in the they're in the sewer, and they're 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 right underneath the area where his parents got killed. And he's imagining the fucking pearls dropping from the sewer grate, and you see them plink 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 dropping in yeah. the water. And and I'm thinking, let this be the very last time we see these damn pearls, please. I don't no, need to no, see no, them no, anymore. I hope Magic Carly. By the way, I know it's I know it's superhero world, and so crazy stuff happens, and it's like suspension disbelief. But can someone please explain to me how even in the DC universe they would have a fucking swimming pool above a nuclear reactor? Can someone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a little weird. Yeah, that's a little wild. I mean, and, honestly, and... like, <laughs> <laughs> like fucking there's a nuclear meltdown going on, as we all know from the Japan reactors. Like, they show that, like, the re the rods get exposed to air, like, almost completely, and then Bruce fucking pulls out the fucking, like, thing explodes at the ceiling, which prompts water from a swimming pool to fall and cool off the rods, and then he has a net capturing these swimmers so that they don't fall into the... I'm like, really? Like, Sus like they suspension would be disbelief, dude. nuclear radiation. Like, I'm Come like, on. Really? Not in Gotham, I mean, man. Not in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought was pretty whack too. The goddamn Batman. However many years Bruce, however old Bruce is in this issue, right? So he's he's in the sewer under the place where his parents got killed, and there is a Zorro poster still intact, still intact in glass. No, under, he brought. No, he brought that with him, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh yeah, look, he did. I didn't get that yeah. at all. Wow, I missed that. I'm not saying it was great. It's just, and Jason's Jason, pulling out his Jason, poop air. This yeah. stuck on. That's what, to, 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 just to nibble on the, the, the foot of a, of a poop bear while he was uh, remembering his mommy getting killed. I thought it was a fun yeah. issue. I, I liked it. Even I like it, but Jason, Jason is right about the uh, what that would be, what the swimming complex at what Gotham <laughs> University or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that like, was a director under the YMCA. They, they don't care about their children in Gotham. That was, that was, that was a little, a little odd. But no, I, I, I enjoyed it, and I thought, I thought Gleason did a nice job. Oh so, yeah, the art's really oh, nice. Yeah. I gotta be honest, I'm, I've never been a Gleason fan. Like I didn't like him on Green Lantern Corps so much either, but I tolerated him because he. I, I'm just not a Gleason fan. I mean, it's hard when a guy that doesn't like to draw the same, same, uh, just stay on model. I mean, he. he I know that's part of his style, but but my God, I I, I don't think he's ever drawn the character a character look the same twice. It's, it's wow, this thing. that's pretty harsh, dude. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I know most people like Gleason, so I keep getting big books, and that's fine. But for me, I did, and he generally doesn't work for me. Hmm. Uh, you know, I thought th- I thought this was a nice middle of the pack book from from what I've read out of the the CCC stuff. Yeah, so. I thought it was it was a lot of fun. Damien has the best line uh, in the whole book, though. Well, he, David couldn't get through it, as I recall. Right? David, you stopped halfway through. I did. No, well, not even halfway through. I, I uh, right when they start sliding down the poles, I'm like, hey, let me check out Superboy, and and I was glad I did. <laughs> and I will I will go back to it after I read Legion Lost and Resur- Resurrection Man and a couple other things. So I'll um. Yeah. I do want. I'll give it a fair shake, but it didn't. It didn't grab me in the first couple issues and the first couple pages. Sorry, and and that's that's saying something because the first couple pages. That didn't grab you. That's what I'm saying because in the first couple pages you had like uh, was it the Batman Inc. Batman and it was just like and 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 a new villain or maybe a new villain, but it was like and then we cut to Stately Wayne Manor where 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 Bruce is going to talk to himself and his dad and and say oh it begins anew or something like that and I was just like right, you know what I'm gonna um, I'm gonna come back to this. Wow, <laughs> Damien's best line: "Dead is dead." I'm glad you're putting this sentimental nonsense behind you. How about we get back to work and f- go punish some evil? That that's a good line because I'm I've always been of the opinion that I think he has, after all these years, avenged the parents, like let it go, and that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. he he uh, he makes a little boat out of the uh, the Zorro poster, and he invests all his sadness. He infuses this little boat with all the the remorse he has for his parents, and he just lets it go. He lets it float away. That's pretty significant for Bruce. I like that scene a lot. I think it's it's yeah. kind of special. Yeah, and, and I'm hoping that it's it's Tomasi's way of saying, okay, you know, we're done with this. We're gonna we're gonna move on. I mean, it's always gonna be part of the Batman mythos, but you know, let's let's let it go for a while. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I know that I know that a lot of people and and me too have been of the opinion that that the art in the in the relaunch in general has been okay. It's it's been you know good to middle of the road and there's been there's been some clunkers out there art wise uh the by far the prettiest book came out today yes sir the uh, the uh, the bat book that i'm happily going to be seeing with that that woman oh yeah i didn't i didn't read it yet but it looks great oh Oh, my god he's he's so unbelievable i mean not that this should be a surprise to anyone because he's just basically picking up where he left off but dear lord I mean, yeah. talking about paid composition and remembering that, you know, in comics you can actually I'm, choose I'm, to not use the same grid that everybody else uses and, like, use the whole yeah. page. I mean, it's I'm, just... I'm, right, though. I'm, I'm a little surprised that, that Chris is so keen on his book since there were double-page spreads after double-page spreads throughout the whole Yeah, book. yeah there's he, a lot of them. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's my I, thing. Everything, I hate double pay spreads unless J.H. Williams is third dozen. Unless J.H. Williams is doing them, and then fuck it, I don't care. The, yeah, okay. I, I agree. How, how I'm ultimately going to own this book and read this book is in whatever giant ass huge, wonderful, awesome hardcover collection they put it in. Yeah. Because that's, that's how this yeah. thing to be read and actually that's fine it's, I will, this, this I'll agree with that for because I, I read the first issue and I basically I, the notes I wrote were 
not a fan. I don't know if I'm, I'm and the art is gorgeous. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I am not a fan of this character. I just I, I read this issue and I'm like, it was great that we got that 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 whole. I guess is that the whole recap of of the Rucka Williams Batwoman run for oh, the very Comics recap, Yeah. Okay, yeah. but I mean, so, Here's so we're, need to know. we're we're all caught up. We we understand about Alice, her sister, and dad, and but I mm-hmm. just as far as. Batwoman or or a Bat Universe character. I mean, we we have Damien, we have Nightwing, we have we we we've, we we I, I guess yeah. So I mean, I kind of get a feeling for for the type of of characters that exist in, in the Bat corner of of the DC universe. But I just but the Batwoman and 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 Kate Kane just doesn't do it for me. I, I just really. Um, Okay. I, yeah, I don't know, and and I, I I know that I mean God for years everybody has been, has been praising the book and 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 the art and the run and this and and I just, I never got in. I, I read the first issue or two uh, of the detective run, and even then I was just like I just I I must be missing something, or I've just maybe I'm missing something in my head that that just is supposed to make me enjoy it as much as everybody else. But I just, I don't know what it is. Yeah, wow. I think we just hate just we just hate gay people here, bigot. Yeah. Homophobe, yeah. that's what he is. That's it, yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> gays hate y'all. <laughs> the gays. That's David right. hates the gays, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the headline of this episode. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, it's a little crazy it, that... Uh, no, it, it, I know what it is. It's because she's Jewish. Is she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she is. I think it's... It, it, well, it's just a little crazy though, that like, Kate, like, her, her love... Of, of like her big love so far is a, a dead detective, and then like the next person hit on her is a detective as well. Sort of like kind of believe there's lesbians that have other jobs besides being police detectives. And I, 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 had, Gotham, right? <laughs> I had I was like I was I had to check to see if Rucker wrote this because I was just like wait or so so of all like you said Jason of all the gay police people in the DC universe they all have to go to Gotham and, and work here because I mean the last time I saw Maggie Sawyer was. In, in Metropolis, Metropolis. And then, yeah. And then she, actually, I think she showed up in Burns' Wonder Woman run, but it was it yeah. was just, it was like seriously, it's like it's like wow, and, and and hey, and they're going on a date. That that's that's well, that's, maybe unlike yourself, Gotham doesn't hate the gays. Okay, that, that's probably <laughs> that's it. true. Gotham is very gay friendly. Oh, so, um, but hey, but, but that but thing aside, though, I love I love that she's taking on a ward. I love that. I think that was great what? taking on Flamebird as a ward. I thought that was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Like, wow, even even with mm-hmm. that, I was like. Could you? I don't. I I, I guess it just kind of. I don't know why it rubbed me the wrong way. The way she's talking to her, treating her, it's just like I. As you would award. Okay, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember Ollie talking to to Roy that way. I don't remember. Yeah, look what happened. Look and look what happened to him. Hey. Well, I, I will say, David. I mean, maybe maybe this is lost in the translation because you didn't read the whole detective thing. But I thought. It's true because she's a military brat. Like Kate is a yeah. stoic right. okay. military brat that her dad, who's a who's a who's a colonel, a colonel or general or something, basically trained her to be like a military, like like a, a warrior, soldier. So she's very much like five books, like you earn your stripes, explains, you know. So okay, all right, yeah, all right. I, I, I will reread it. I'll reread it knowing that that. that what about um? Uh, what about bringing uh, Cameron Chase back and Bone? Yeah, can't go wrong with Chase. I yeah, love yeah, that character. Very excited about that. Yeah, I, I like this book quite a bit. Now, I mean, admittedly, 
this this is a continuation of of, of the, the detective run. So I mean, and it, was, it works great for me. I I, I just you know, J.H. Williams isn't you know such a wonderfully detailed artist that you know I think we can't expect this to be a. a I mean, I know he's uh, supposed to hand it back over to Amy Reader, right? She's supposed to take over. Yeah. But, but, uh, uh, I, yeah. I think they're going to go like every like three issues, maybe. Yeah, that would probably. be smart. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, I, I, I'm, speaking of Chase, did, didn't Chase Williams do that series? Yes, he did. Okay, that's what I thought. Good. Yeah. I was looking yeah. through my copy, which I did say for last because of the, the intensity of the art. I wanted to fully appreciate everything that he's laying down. And, uh, I'm thinking there's, there's no way in hell this book is going to be monthly. It's just impossible. Well, that's why they wrote the Nating Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, give him three and, and let her do three. That's, that's well, perfect. Well, that, 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 and also think of it this way. Um, we, we were kind of wondering when's Batwoman going to come out? When's Batwoman? This thing has been solicited for, 17, 18 months now. Wow. Yeah. That's a it, nice it, lead yeah. time. Oh, and, and I was on the... Yeah. So we finally kind of figured it out. It's like, oh, that's why they kept delaying it. It's because they wanted it to be... Once they figured... Once they decided they were going to do the whole reboot, they just said, okay, we'll just push this until until the reboot. And that's why... So, I mean, they've been working on it for over a year. So. Wow. Yeah, there's go. definitely it looks something like, going on beyond that, though, because... I know that um, I was looking at the New York Comic Con or probably listening, sort of making a, a little checklist of people they want to, you know, say hello to or trying to sketch from or whatever. And uh, and Amy Reader's going to be there, so I was, mm-hmm. I was checking out her her uh, her blog, and on her blog just pretty recently, like in the last week or two, she posted that. Uh, I mean, she doesn't get into all the details, but she definitely says that like clearly, like not everything has gone according to plan because she, the, the way it was intended to work was um, the issues that J H did the interiors for. She was supposed to do the covers for, and then he would do a variant cover, and then vice versa. The issue she did the interiors with J.H. Williams covers, and then she would do a variant. And so, somehow, I don't know that one, by the way, like she said she's done six completed covers that she's not sure ever going to see the light of day. So, hmm. I'm not exactly sure, again, like, there, I think there was something a little more to it in terms of, like, the dynamic of her, because then also they were supposed to have pages by working together, and I think that's not the door. So it seems like, for some reason, J.H. maybe, like, wasn't feeling the collabo thing as much as maybe they, they thought he would. Um, yeah. But but it Welcome. does seem like she's... Yeah, well, it's his book, though. I mean, yeah. So. Well, it, it is his book, but if he can't get it out on a timely schedule, then they got, you know, it is a business, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, come on. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Get it out to the best of your yeah. ability. Can't sell it. Yeah, I don't care. They, you know, they they come out with one issue a year. I, I don't care if it if it looks like this. I'll I'll buy it every year. I don't care. I can't yeah. believe we've gone almost two hours without talking about the Frankenstein. All right, yeah, I would save that for last. See, but well, see, I, 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 didn't, I didn't read that one. Yet. I did read Demon Knights. Anybody else read Demon Knights? I bought it, but I didn't I read did. it yet. It okay. sure is pretty. This is Which my one? notes. All right, so Demon wow. Knights. Yeah. Oh, the, my, my my notes are wow. A lot of the art. Felt like remember the uh, the demon book by uh, Valsamikas? Yeah, David. Some, Very some nice call. Some, some of the art felt like that. I am so happy to see a certain female magician. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like. I'm kind of. I mean, after after seeing the Kirby demon, after seeing the the Burn Nelson demon, after seeing the Matt Wagner Woo! demon, demon sucking face. 
I kind of like this demon a lot. I really like this Etrigan. I don't I think I've this... ever seen the demon kiss anybody before. Oh my god! And and you got it's 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 like a love triangle. It it, it is it, it it's is, yeah. Clark and Cal. It's it's Xanadu and Jason and Etrigan. And it's 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 it's. it's Shows you that Xanadu is not for whore. Well, yeah, it's all right. It, That's all right. It's all right. Hey, you know, plenty to go around. But it's it's it's. Get in when you're magically fit in. Got some, uh, you got some old school uh, villains in this. It's, I, I enjoyed it as a, as as a first issue. I will definitely, um, I, I I will be there for the second issue. Hopefully, I'll be there for uh, for issues beyond that. I this was, as far as I'm concerned, this is as of right now the only book Paul Colonero is writing for the new DC. That's jank, dude. So, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. how, how did you like Stormwatch, dude? I didn't, but you got to. Okay, it it, it does exist. Right All right, then. He's doing. He's doing. Is he doing Justice League Dark? I think that's going I do believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's really cool that they uh, kept the androgynous Shining Knight. I like that. And and Ooh, that is the, free because Homeboy was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's uh, by Mike Hart. I, I don't think that's a guy." <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's attractive. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, so, so thank you, Mr. Morrison, for that. I'm glad they kept that, but uh, it's really pretty. There is ties to Stormwatch in this book, you know. Don't ruin it for me, dude. There's a, no, there's a flashback in Stormwatch featuring Etrigan yeah, uh, as as one of the progenitors of the Stormwatch. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I like the cross-pollination. They need that early on. They need to tie the books together because that is Stan and Jack came up with that as a way yeah. to increase sales. If you cross-pollinate, and, and people who like this will like that. And Hopefully, you that. and you need editors notes for something that's going to happen three weeks from now. Well, that's what I was going to say. You, you you need to make the illusions to tie things together. I agree, but then you don't need to you don't need to race to having crossovers though. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. How about Legion Lost? Anybody read it? I, started, I did. I started it. I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> I thought it was outstanding. Awesome. What, dude? Hold on yeah. a Before you get into the deal, how, how did you think it was outstanding based on the criticism you had earlier of books that assume you know everything? Because if there was ever a book that assumed you knew a lot of shit that you didn't, then this was the one. Oh, I totally disagree. Oh, I disagree. I don't think ev everything... Everything is explained. What's oh not explained? Could, you could disagree for. What do you mean? They they they, they come and I, I was really surprised because this is the most overt connected book to Flashpoint. I don't think any of the other books I've read of the number ones mentioned Flashpoint. What was Flashpoint? What was that? There's an there's an explicit reference to Flashpoint in this um, Wildfire. They get out of the time bubble and they 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 emerge in our time. And Wildfire s says, uh, "Tyrock, I told you the longer we waited following Alistor's wake, the harder it would be to pierce the Flashpoint break wall." So in the thirty-first century, they know of Flashpoint. They know everything's been changed. It was an event. It exists. So I I don't know if, if that's yet another escape hatch, but the Flashpoint is real. These people know about it. So, but no, Flashpoint than Lightning Saga. Uh, that's true. No, you have a you have a bunch of legionnaires in a time bubble coming from the thirty first century. Uh, their their point is to they've come here to you chase after. The, they don't explain what the legion is. They don't explain what it means to be a legionnaire. Why? Oh, why the fact that their flight ring doesn't work matters. 
No, they don't. They don't. But they, but they do slam the point home that they're, the things on which they rely, their senses, their tracking abilities, their powers, their suits, which filter the, the poisons and toxins from the atmosphere, their legion rings don't work. All you need to know is their shit don't work. Vince. Right? Are, 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 Vince, are you, are you going to pick that up? Pick what up? That punk yard, that, that, the punk yard that Jason threw down. I'm picking it up here. I'm going. They, they, uh, you, you, you get introduced to all the characters, Dawnstar and Wildfire and Tyrock. You get a glimpse into what they can do, their powers. Each acts in a certain way and does things. They, 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 uh, visibly manifest their powers. We know what they do. We know why they're here. So what was, con what, I mean, you don't have to know what the Legion is, right? You assume that it's a, a gathering of, of some kind of superheroes in the 31st century, right? I, I we know what the Legion is. I think, I think, I think Wildfire's costume, his outfit, his uniform, whatever, his his armor, is going to have to grow on me a bit. It looks like a reject from Super Boxers. Well, I think the design's pretty cool. Did you notice the one page where uh, Dawnstar is uh, sent to on a reconnaissance mission to you know jump up and see what's going on? The way they have it shaded, look at the shadow coming off from the side of her head across her breast. Doesn't that look like a, a part of a nipple? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, if you look at that real quick, you're like, whoop, wardrobe malfunction. Don starts peeking out because... The there was a wardrobe malfunction in Resurrection Man. Oh, yeah, I think there was too. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I think this... I thought this issue, the, this issue was... The illustration by Pete Woods, I've... You know, traveled with Pete Woods through Superman, through through Superman. But this is really nice. This art's super clean. This is the one of the of the first two weeks that I was most looking forward to. That I was most disappointed by. Maybe that's why, because you were most looking forward to it. Maybe. But the the deal is this this character to which they're trying to stop this Alistor. I think the creature that they're fighting. It's like. They don't explain what he is, why he's morphing, but they're like, oh, he doesn't have any powers. And all of a sudden, they show him morphing into this giant, hulking creature. It's like, okay, well, they don't think he has powers, so where did he get the powers from? I just, I thought the whole thing was actually a hot mess, to be honest with you. Like, a complete mess. Wow. Two sides of the coin, buddy. I don't... I can't, I don't yeah, I know. We're not seeing that this week on these books. That's okay. Once we're done, I'll read it. If I don't read it tonight, when we're done here, I'll, I'll read it tomorrow, and I'll, I'll get I, back to you. It, as as convoluted as the Legion's history is, and, and all the various uh, timelines and reboots that they've had, I think you can slap this issue down and say, "Here, read this. This is what the Legion of Superheroes is." I, and I guess, too, to be honest, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know how I can't draw a comparison since, as you know, I just recently read the original yeah. Legion Lost, right. and to me, I thought that was so well done. Where they, I mean, because I don't know a lot about the Legion's past, and I thought they did such a great job of introducing the characters, telling you who they were, telling you why it was significant that they were in a different place, uh, explaining to you the, you know, who the antagonist and why that was significant, leading you through a whole arc where, by the end of it, I, I, I didn't have to know much about what happened before, but I, I realized there were significant differences. And like this, I just felt like, I felt really, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm supposed to know a lot about these characters, and, and, and ergo, it's supposed to be a big deal that they're not where they need to be, but I honestly don't know why it's I, I don't know much about the character, so I don't know. Just, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't, didn't, uh, you know are you going to be I, back? Are you coming back uh, for issue two? Nah, I don't think so. Wow. Is, is, this, is this the only Legion-titled book in the initial relaunch? 
Nope. No, no, no. We can screw it. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so I, I mean, get... is it possible that this might be another instance where they they kind of maybe? No, I don't want to say they mixed up or that they messed up the shipping schedule, but I mean, would this have helped if it came out after? I mean, nah, considering nah, I we didn't so. see the Legion of Superheroes book yet, but I mean, could what? this have maybe helped if it came out later? Nah, I don't. I don't, know. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I really, all you need to know is there. There seems to be some kind of association between these characters because they all have the same ring. Do you, do, you, do does a new reader need to know more than that right off the bat? Let's ask them. I don't, well, yeah, let's ask him. But I, I got to tip the hat to Brad Anderson, the, the color artist on this. Really stunning job. Oh, the, the, speaking of color artists, did you see who did the coloring on uh, Suicide Squad? No. no. You don't look real quick? It's Mr. Val Staples, Dr. Hume. Oh. Woo! oh, man, I feel like a dick now. I should have looked at that. You. I saw Val that. Staples. I was like, son of a bitch, it's Val Staples. All right, good. Nice. The best goddamn colors in the business. Um, what have we not covered yet? All right, I got two books tied for number one this week. I can't, oh, yeah, I can't, okay. yeah, I can't pick. Um, I think Frankenstein, Agent of Shade by uh, Lemire and Ponticelli was just as good as Abnett and Lanning's Resurrection Man. That's what I want to read. Okay. okay. You, you, don't, you don't think so? Um. No, I, 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 no, well, I love Frankenstein. I thought it was awesome. Uh, and again, I, I expected it to because I love Jeff and, and I think the premise is cool because I like the idea of him and the Seven Soldiers and Final Crisis. So I, I thought it was awesome. It, it definitely was my favorite book of the week. Um, Resurrection Man, I, I thought was, I'll definitely come back for the next issue. Um, I, I wasn't as like, to me, I, I, the one is like an A plus, the other one is sort of like a solid B. So I don't, I don't really see like them buying for number one. But I can't say you're wrong because I, I like them both. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they were definitely two of the better of the bunch this week. Although I have to say, I, I actually thought this week was significantly weaker than last week. So I, I, I like, agree. I, I agree with Jason. Hmm. Yeah, I don't there's know what I think. That has absolutely blown me away yet, but uh, I still have. A, I thought uh, Frankenstein and Batwoman to me were the the two that that I was like, wow, these are. This is what I'm talking about, but yeah, Frankenstein was outstanding, and he. Did you read the Flashpoint, um, Frankenstein mini? Oh, oh, well, he's tweaking a little bit of that. It's not the same uh, backstory with, with all these characters uh, as as in that, which is okay. I mean, in in that one, the 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 uh, the creature woman, the Doctor Nina Mazursky. It, she was created in the original three issue miniseries and this one she did it to herself and and the uh the griffith is not the mindless beast that he was in in the in the miniseries and now they got the the mummy in in here and it just seems like he he tweaked it a little bit i love the addition of uh father time as little girl that's yeah, awesome yeah. that is really cool really cool uh and you got big gigantic Huge monsters taking over a little town, and the sh the shit hits the fan, and it's just all out. It's great. It it uh, it does have a little bit of the BPRD air, but how can eh, you get around that? Cool. It, it's uh, almost impossible. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Yeah, I would say the one criticism that's probably fair is that it's like some of the ideas are very much like, like you said. I mean, like not just like. Not just parallel, but almost like eerily so. Like even with the little girl, I mean, you know, honestly, the, like, I mean, we're 
you know, Mignola and his crew do that exact same thing. I mean, you know, with the Azaceta arc, and then from there, like, with the election girl demon. And it's like, like, so it's not like, you know, it was a little kind of, like, there was almost a point where I was like, wow, this is, like, a serious homage. But I loved it, nevertheless, because I, yeah. I think it's well executed. Chris, get this. Their their base is called the Ant Farm. And it's okay. a it's it's a three inch indestructible globe. They have to teleport into it, and thanks to Ray Palmer, they have to shrink down. So not yeah. So they're 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 That's physically cool. physically altered to enter this globe that floats like what do they say two thousand miles above the Earth, so they can yeah, instant, so cool. instantly transport to wherever. It's very neat. Very neat. That's yeah. That, the, uh, that, that's the best pretty, base since the Guardians of the Galaxy were hanging out inside of a celestial set. <laughs> there is a hey, a Marvel reference. There is a uh, Vince. I'm looking through Resurrection Man right now. Hi, yeah. I, I am um, on some of the pages, especially in the airplane. I'm getting a Gene Colan vibe. Little bit, little bit. You know, I, I'm thinking uh, Butch. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to say guys. I call him Butch Juice, and I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I'm I'm getting a little bit of of Jackson. I'm getting a little crackly action from you. Ah, oh, fuck. And I, I yeah, it's it's it definitely Resurrection Man definitely feels like a uh, it belongs in like a '70s horror type magazine almost. It it just it's it definitely. It doesn't feel like anything else I've read from the the relaunch yet, and I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I get a little I'm, bit of the Filipino vibes actually. Oh, definitely, myself, definitely, but, yeah. You know, yeah, which is great for those that don't. Yeah, for those that don't haven't been listening to it, but that's a great. I, that's, I mean, as a compliment, I think that was yes. I, I thought oh, yeah. the art was awesome. I thought it was really. I, it was. I mean, that's right. In terms of the the art was as good as any of the. I mean, the first three weeks were up there. I think. Really well done. Um, hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Crackle. Yeah, you're still, you know, crackle. But, uh, I mean, that's a book definitely where I didn't really, I, I guess I vaguely knew that the Resurrection Man was someone who dies and gets new powers each time he comes back. But beyond that, I knew nothing of it. I didn't read the original series or anything like that. So, um, I, yeah, I thought they did a nice job of setting it up. Uh, got the cliffhanger. He, 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 there's a million things that they could do with this book, right? Because I mean, he basically becomes a completely different person each time he dies. So it's you, know, you got that like the the quantum leap type. But you can, I mean, basically you can do one and done if you want. You can do longer arcs. So I love that. I, I hope they do. I hope again, kind of getting back to what we we're saying about it, taking advantage of the new format and the new relaunch. I hope this is a one or two issues and done thing that they, you know, they each so they can just continue to tell cool stories and different adventures and almost like a you know, like a episode type of thing, episodic type of thing versus like big arcs. Like I just want them to just because I want them to stretch themselves and hopefully like have him go on pretty wacky, different wacky adventures and run into different wacky things each and every issue. I don't want it to be sort of like six issues of him dealing with this, thing, you know, the angels and stuff like I want it to be like, I don't know if it's going to be like that, but I, I would love it if they take advantage of that form factor. You know, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, uh, Abdin, how am I good? You're good. Great. Abnett and Landing are pushing all the right buttons uh, as a fan of the original series, (laughs) which I don't think should ever have ended. But, you know, hey, sales dictate what the market wants. Uh, He's got the body doubles in here, the vicious body doubles. You know, it's basically 
a continuation, more or less, of the original series. I mean, this could be the next issue after, uh, well, what did it last to? 26 issues, 27, around there. Um, talk about characters that are tailor-made for new readers in a reboot-type situation. I mean, Mitch is the one of the best choices. I mean, it, it's perfect. The guy can be anything. The, the book is always fresh. And it's it's something that I mean, it's the mechanics of the character. Anybody can can uh, glom onto that. The guy dies and comes back with a different superpower. What's what's hard to get? It, he's perfect. Mitch is like the poster boy for the new Fifty Two. I think. I just I thought this issue was absolutely fantastic. It was just it did everything I wanted it to do. It intrigued me. It set it up for later. And God damn it, I hope people buy the damn thing. Yeah, we'll see, see, I, know, I mean, uh, we, we know how good DNA is, and, and the art, from what I was just flipping through without reading it yet, looks pretty good. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely something that uh, yeah. I, I would I would probably call it a sleeper so far. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. What we've had so far. You know what's getting annoying? What? It was kind of cute last week. This week, it's getting friggin' annoying. The cameo by the hooded woman in every friggin' issue. It's getting really I'm annoying. Look, I'm not looking for it. I'm not noticing it. So I mean, I'm. Oh, just... it's it's there, buddy. She's in every Ooh. issue, huh? Ooh, I'll have to see, see if she's in Batwoman. I agree with you that it's annoying. If I don't care that it's in there, like that's like a worthwhile thing. Like I'm with David. I've I've noticed it a few times. I assume it's in every issue. I haven't noticed it in some issues. But I'm sure if I went back and I'd see it. But I, but where it will be annoying to me real quick and be like a major problem is if. Like within the next like six months, like she becomes the centerpiece of some major like line wide event. Event. <laughs> yeah, I, very disappointing. I think that would bother that, me as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you look, I mean, I just saw her in Resurrection Man when he's running through right, the wait, forest. Wait. Oh, sorry. yeah, she's. Yeah, I was flipping through it now. I'm looking. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Wow, she's right in the front. Holy shit. I'm telling you, she's in every issue. With her long-ass fingers. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. She's in, she's in the forest when he's running through the forest. She's hiding behind a tree. She ain't hiding. She's right there. Well, she's Lady Deathstrike. She's... <laughs> Seriously, dude? <laughs> yeah, she does have long fingers. Look at that. Yeah. Could that be her? It looks like a dude. <laughs> it does. It does look like a dude, but, you know. Like but I she's said, in I, here. I, I noticed it I in all the books. I was comparing her art to, to Gene Colan, so that's not... Yeah. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. All right. So now we, we did our... Anybody else have anything to say about the, these this week's uh, New 52 books? I've read everything I've read so far, so I've, I'm done. All right. I got still got stuff to read. So, all right. There I we go. No, I didn't buy it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read that yet either. I don't care. I'm not... Sports I don't like the character. Did not buy that. Why, why, why do you hate black dudes? I because uh, I'm a racist. That's why. <laughs> first, first, first storm. Now, Mister Terrific. Nah, you know? I just I I don't care for the character. I I don't like him in in JSA. I just whatever. He does nothing for me. I am a fan of the Michael Holt. Yeah, there you go. So now we can start talking about other books. We got another hour, right? There, there are other books. There another hour. Who talking about? <laughs> Quarter, it's that after 11. What the hell? Are we going to uh, have to... Friday night sleepy time. Oh, my goodness. No wait, way. Wait, I don't... Wait, I, she didn't... She, the hooded woman wasn't in uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, I think she was. Yeah, I think she was. Here, I'll get my copy. I'll find her real quick. 
She wasn't in uh, the Daily Planet. She wasn't in what? She wasn't in the Daily Planet at the beginning of the episode. Oh the, God, the, dang she, it! She is. She's in Batwoman. Son of a bitch. She? No, she's yeah. in, she's in every one. Yep. Yeah, That's she's awesome. in Batwoman. You know what I thought in Swamp Thing was really creepy? Those the the, the twisting of the necks around that. Ooh, that was nasty. That's Very creepy crazy. as hell. And this this bone bird gristle yeah, undead was... fucking thing. That's nasty looking. Yeah, and, and he's yeah, I, I, really good stuff. But she, I know I, she's in here. I saw her. I I, I love that that Paquette has that Kevin Nolan feel to his the pursed lips. With the little, whatever, yeah, yeah, I like that. It's it's awesome. Superman, he's like, he's like emo, yeah, emo All Superman. Right. Yeah, okay. I you know I got to I got to find her. Are you gonna make me scour this issue until I, I find that one? Because I'm looking, I've, I've like nah, scoured it twice. She's in here, dude. Well, how about we do our in your travels while you're scouring? Oh, you really want to go, don't you? I'm already going to be. I think it's gonna be another twenty minutes, so. Where was she? All right. Okay. No, I didn't know. I didn't see her in Superboy because I didn't read it yet. All right. Well, hey, um, this episode has been brought to you by who? Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. Get your books drastically lower prices than you can get them in the comic book stores. I will guarantee it. 35 to 75% off their monthly spotlighted specials. Excellent service. Secure shipping delivered right to your door by a costume custodian of the United Parcel Service, dcbservice.com. Check out their digital wing, flapping, at mydigitalcomics.com. In your travels, I have read nothing but DC all week. So, yeah, I just, um, read. Go oh, she is a super boy. Okay. Thank you. Go out and, and, and my, my pick of the week, uh, is, Resurrection Man and Frankenstein, Asian of Shade. So pick up either of those two books. You cannot go. I don't know. That's all I read. You can't go wrong with that. Either of them. Fantastic reads. Just buy them. Why do you hate them? Um, I hate the black people. Right? Yeah. I, gosh. Uh, yeah, I've been reading almost all DC. And, and you know, for listeners out there that are going to, Either are you, I guarantee you, people are either loving this or hating this. Um, that you know, hey, well, I'm glad we're embracing it and doing this for the first month. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting time. How could you not? I'm a fan and you know, DC must be like you know what when when these podcasts all get together and they sit around and they decide to talk about what they've read all week. You know that if they care about what they've been reading, you know, DC is just loving the, the, the podcast coverage. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm sure that they're liking the sales numbers more yeah. than anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they own. There's no, no, no two ways about it. DC owns the comic book industry until the end of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. Marvel pulls some rabbits out of the hat at New York Comic Con, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it ain't happening. It's going to be reactionary if they do. There's nothing they could. There's nothing they can do to combat this. To bring until, cable and, back and, I know until until it, it runs its course. There's really nothing they can do. Um, but I, I am going to throw some love uh, to uh, to the the competition across the street. Uh, Captain America and Bucky by by Brubaker, uh, Andrako, uh, Chris Somney, and and Betty Brettweiser. If you're not reading it, you're you're missing out because it is it is fantastic. <laughs> There World she is, War a Green II Lantern. Oh, 
Oh, told it's you. So good. So, uh, so, uh, uh, Cap and Cap and Bucky from Marvel right now is really good comics. Where was she in Men of War? Uh, I will. In the trench. Uh, you know, <laughs> fixing his broken. She was rib. in the foxhole. I would. Um, <laughs> I know Jason and I were hoping to maybe, maybe next week we might try to do it if we're all together again. Uh, maybe next week Jason and I can talk about the Punisher, which I do recommend. As in mm-hmm. your travels, but uh, I will also, like Chris, throw it to the folks across the street. I'm going to say, you know what? Check out this Red Skull miniseries. I was going to say Scroll just for you. Guys. Red Scroll. Check out, check out this Red Skull miniseries by um, by it's it's uh, it's written by Greg Pak. It, the art is uh, is is really good. It's it. We haven't been introduced to the Reds. It's basically. Homeboy's origin. It, 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 Year one. Hans' origin. It's um, it's a five issue miniseries. It has uh, it's been really um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Hitler, but this is really a. Uh, uh, it's, <laughs> There's an understatement if there ever was one. It's it's, 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 it's like I said, not a fan of the Hitler. Pack. It's uh, the artist is uh, Mirko Kolak. It's uh, colored. By Matthew Wilson, who did a fabulous bang-up job on Thor: The Mighty Avenger, it's uh, it's 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 Red Skull Year One. It's it's you see him grow up, and at the end of the third issue, he he joins uh, Hitler's army. Before that, you kind of see in the in the first three issues, you you do see just what kind of a um, well, basically to survive, but but you find out what kind of piece of shit this this, this character is, and uh, and it's it's called Red Skull incarnate basically and it's it's not for um if you're looking for a happy comic or something that you might feel good about after you're done reading you might not want to read this but i am i mean i don't want to say i'm enjoying it but it's, it's so it's uh, not like modox 11 no 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 definitely not and it's and and i'm since i'm not as so familiar with uh, the history of this era and and of um of Europe and Germany, things like that. It's it's. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not one to say how accurate it is, but I'm, I'm sure it is. Being great pack that 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 it's tied into uh, to a lot of things that were actually happening in history. But it's it's. Uh, I it's it's weird. I've never been a really huge Red Skull fan, but um, this isn't. Uh, th- this really has exceeded my expectations i didn't know what to expect going in and it's it's i'm still you know it's been three issues there's two more to go and i'm i'm gonna stick with it i'm 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 digging it nice well see that's how you guys uh all you ever do is read mainstream stuff anymore I guess we'll throw <laughs> yeah. one of the smallest press publishers um our good friends uh at uh at top shelf uh, Chris Daros and crew, um, they're actually having their annual sale over at topshelf.com, so topshelfcomics.com, sorry, with an X. Um, but if you, so if you happen to, uh, want a book that you haven't, uh, gotten a chance to pick up yet, everything there's on sale right now, so check it out. But, uh, I wanted to give a shout out. I was hoping to talk about this in more detail, but, um, what with the DC deluge and, and another two weeks of it, I, I, it's probably not likely to happen. So, um, Graphic novel, uh, original graphic novel came out a few weeks ago called The Homeland Directive. Uh, it's uh, written by Robert Venditti, which people know the name probably from The Surrogates. He uh, he was the writer of The Surrogates. Um, and then the uh, artiste 
which uh, we've recently gushed about in uh, for his other work is uh, Mike Huddleston, who's been doing yep. the uh, ah, Butcher Baker. Yes, this is a. It was a great, great. It was a really. This is a terrific book, Chris. You'd love it. We'll put it this way: Chris will love the story for sure. Vince, you love. You'll love the art. I mean, uh, Huddleston. I is, have it. Um, oh, you have it. Yeah. Have you read it? Uh, no. What do you think? Oh, okay. uh, I think. I think it's it though. I think it's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, it's I was going to say. I mean, uh, Huddleston even more even more than he's been doing in Butcher Baker really has just a field day with different mediums. Um, there are like hyper detailed, like 1940 style, like almost like, um, almost like the art, art, the, the illustrations that like Mintz does for a living, like, like super detailed, almost like textbook illustrations. Then there are like really scratchy pages. There's, there's, he just has so much fun with this book. There are pages where like literally there's just like black Sharpie cross, like crossing out something and he just leaves it in the finished part or mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's uh there's there's um collage. Yeah, it's not really medi, but there's right, this collage of like real images and then he there's some pages that are like all black and white and just like one punch of color. There's other pages that are completely colored, there's other pages that are abstractly colored, you know, there's white light. it he Not just screens. has an it yeah, it's a tour de force. It's very um his line is nothing like Sinkevich, but in terms of like when Sinkevich has a field day with just mixing lots of mediums, it was re- it was evocative to me of the of the uh the, the, the way Sienkiewicz would compose a book, not necessarily the way the the, the line looks, but but the way he composes a book and plays yeah. the So, you know, um, a lot of fun, uh, really interesting story. Um, Venditti is really good at, at creating like a page turner, and this is, um, I mean, it's the premise again, like back cover stuff, not not any spoilers, but basically there's a uh, there, there's a disease going up, uh, like an epidemic, a contagion going around. Um, and uh, a, a certain group of of of, uh, of higher ups want to kill uh, a number of scientists who may have a connection to it for their own reasons. And then there's another group of people, um, you know, associated with the government that are trying to keep them alive. And uh, it's you know it's, it's conspiracy, you know, thriller. It, it it with the implications of it going all the way up the food chain, you know, all the way up to the White House. And again, I'm not spoiling anything. But the front cover is the White House with sitting on top of a skull. So hopefully, I'm not yeah. spoiling it. But um, but I really enjoyed it. It was a really, really dense, dense read. I mean, it, it, uh, it, it, um, I, I just, uh, if you like conspiracy theory, if you like, like, I know that movie Contagion just came out to big hit. If, if you like that kind of thing, if it totally, totally up rally. And, and I just, I gotta give Huddleston propers because the guy's just, uh, just really, really impressing me. I mean, he, he's just, uh, he's, he's just marching to the beat of his own drummer and, 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 and I think we're the better for it. So, yeah, David, uh, Visually, it's very, very close to the Butcher Baker stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But without, and I agree with, with Jason on the Sienkiewicz comparison, but I think where Huddleston succeeds, uh, should I say it, uh, a bit more than Sienkiewicz, he doesn't have that self-indulgent need to visually masturbate on the page where you know oh, Sinkevich will go crazy and just noodle all over the place because he feels like it Huddleston presents the essentials on the page and tells the story he he doesn't just go hog wild because he feels like it if he does go yeah, hog wild it, yeah fair. if he does go hog wild on the page it's probably to support the storyline so that works but i mean self uh, Sinkevich has a a very weird tendency to just fucking go crazy just because he feels like it and and i think you know if i was a writer working with shinkevich i would probably enjoy the experience but there would be a point where i'd be like dude you're not doing me any favors with this yeah. like rabbit in the middle of the page and nothing else you know 
<laughs> but no, I, I I see the comparison. I think, but for fourteen ninety five, this is a deal and a half. It's one hundred and forty eight pages, full color, slick paper, French end flaps. It's nice. It's well, it's top shelf. They don't do anything shoddy. Yeah. It's a very top nice shelf. presentation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with Jason. It's a really good. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but visually, uh, Huddleston just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, Ooh. look at that. Jason and I agree. Jesus. We can put the death stroke behind us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and I got a little She's a death stroke. Holy shit! I thought it was fun. What'd you say? There she is in Deathstroke. Huh? I'm telling you, she's in every one. She I is. I saw her in Suicide Squad. I Where's Waldo? Shot. It's yep. like I, I, I just, I still haven't seen her in uh, what was the other? Uh, well, but yeah, but. But when I saw her in Batwoman, I mean that that was put in. I would assume later because that Batwoman one issue has been probably done and on the shelf for about a year now yeah. so yeah there was another book that i noticed that she was obviously included after the fact because she just didn't fit within the certain confines of where <laughs> she was placed but so what yeah it, it, it yes it's 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 neat for now but please don't yeah. i mean i can i guess i can stomach it for another two weeks but after this i don't want to see her for a while just just That's go away exactly yeah exactly. Go away. i don't want to where they have to unite and fight her now or something. I mean, that's going to be like, okay. Yeah. So. Right. All right. Um, I don't want to go, but if you guys <laughs> want to call it a night, we, we can. I got, you yeah, know what? I just, I just wanted to say before we go, I, I think these past two weeks have been some of the most exciting weeks in, in comic books for me, but they've also been some of the most exhausting because yeah. the books come out on Wednesday. Obviously, we record on Wednesday. Now, last week I had a pass because I wasn't on. But this week, I mean, I got the books today. I had to read through them because I know I wanted to talk about it tonight. And you can't really formulate an interesting discussion on these things, having read them a couple hours before we record. I like things to sink in a little bit. So, yeah, that's why my performance this episode was kind of lacking because, oh, yeah, isn't that cool? Like, Deathstroke is cool. But I mean, it, while it, when it sinks in, maybe I'll have more something more substantial mm -hmm. to say. But we we don't get the luxury of that with these four weeks. So take that into consideration when you giving us a, an iTunes review. Don't say we suck, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just oh, a bit. Oh, this Batwoman! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a very yeah. it, it's yeah, a very time sensitive That's month insane. for us. Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. pulled it off as usual. Jason left. Do it. No, Jason did very well. Of course he did. Well, thank you. You always he was, do. He was, he was the only one who was. He went above and beyond, dude. He's calling for his goddamn cell phone. I know it. That's right, baby. I know Skype it. Mobile. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Skype. Got shout out to Skype who made this. Uh, who, who uh, through the creation of, uh, of of their embedded Google app, made this uh, this this evening possible for me. So. Nice. I like the way you sound. I was I was worried because you know it's it's. It's four weeks, so Vince was out last week. I was worried that you might be out this week, and I was like, holy shit, now Chris and I have to be out one of the next two weeks. And I was just like, I didn't... Yeah, wait, wait, weeks. what? They what is this yet? No, I'm saying if, if, if Jason could make it tonight, oh. then we would have had two weeks in a row with only three of the four. And then there's two more weeks left, and there's two more co-hosts that would have to... So, I mean, if, if we were to keep the, the tradition going or keep the streak alive with, with only three people being there... That that's what I'm saying. But since Jason was able to actually, you know, nut up and, and show up, then, nut up. And, and that's right. And all that nut, nut. 
More often than not, he does drive the bus. Love you. Oh, he's, you know, hey. Very sexy. Oh, will you guys stop beating each other off? (laughs) (laughs) No, see, this is the thing. I'm trying to drag it out because I know you want to go. Good night. What the hell? Talk to you guys next week. Love you. Night. Night. Later. I don't know. I didn't need that. Not buying a green There she is. My God. What the fuck? Okay, say goodnight. Bye. Night. Bye. Good night. What's your cool story, Jason? <laughs> Did you stop recording? No, I'm still recording. Dude, All right. Do I really got to stop it? No shit. Yeah, All right. Really Here we go. Dude. All right, say goodnight. <laughs> right. If you want to hear the story, then you do. I am. Well, I'm going well, to. I love well, you so much. Ah, Chris left. <laughs>